0: yeah, join us, be an alcoholic like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we're, maybe we're getting a little bit, a little bit too off topic here. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it is. Uh, let's fire this bad boy up. See how this dumpster fire burns today. Excellent. <laughs> On that note. Welcome to another Forge Side Chat, a podcast about blacksmithing, bladesmithing, and everything in between, with a heavy focus on talent in the Great White North.
1: We're talking about uh, Canada, eh? Today we've got Carter Kenny from Bleeding Hand Customs. He's been uh, playing around with the blacksmithing thing for about five years now. He's in the Ottawa region, and he really has his hands in everything. Bleeding hands, of course.
0: Bleeding hand. Weird.
1: Bleeding hand, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Bleeding hand. You do a little bit of bladesmithing, you do some blacksmithing, do some leather work. But uh bladesmithing is kind of your go to, eh? That's that's where you find your joy.
2: That's where it all started, yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. just doing the uh doing the old hack, doing the uh kind of some stock removal to saw blade stuff at first. Mm-hmm. I was in a little apartment building up in uh up in Ottawa, like right in the core pretty much. So it was kind of limited to what I could do. So, right. yeah, well, I was there about know, five years ago. So,
1: yeah. So you were right in, you were bladesmithing inside your apartment.
2: Well, yeah, so much. Like I'll do a little bit of hot work outside. Um, right. There's like a little bit of a, there's a little bit of a uh, like balcony where I'd set the grinder up. Nothing too crazy. I've got like a little two, yeah. uh, two by 48. Yeah. So it was kind of playing around with that. But, um yeah, there's there's only so much you could do. And when I was in the little apartment, I was, uh, I took about like almost an hour to set up doing any hot work. Right. Like, like drag my forge what? out.
0: What did you have like, like your own garage in the apartment or something? No, or... no, it was like a little fourplex. Okay. But, like the little apartment we had was the
2: only one with like a little bit of a veranda thing. And a no back, you'd, you'd take like, you take a bunch of stairs down. And there's a little bit of a lot there and no one really parked. So I uh, kind of did a little bit of a setup. I'm mean, looking around in big apartment buildings and shit. So... <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Yeah, that is like...
0: intense. Yeah, yeah. And I was, like,
2: I I'm a little... No one does this. I'm sure I had an audience there at some point. A oh, little uh, kidding. And That's crazy. And I, and I found out actually after I moved out, There's uh, there's a guy actually that repairs the anvils there, the grindstone guy. He actually didn't live too far from me. Oh no way! Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh shit! Yeah. So that's crazy. You didn't have he uh, you didn't
0: have. No, oh, yeah, he did pretty top
2: line stuff. Yeah. I'm
0: yeah. I'm surprised you didn't have women like throwing their shirts at you from balconies. Back, <laughs> <like>. <laughs> well, it's, oh my thing, god, too. a
3: blacksmith! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: like look <like laughs> yeah, at this. Yeah, that, in that, that job. happens all the time. That happens yeah. all right. the time.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like stay away from this guy. <laughs> But uh, I don't know, I was actually at, at uh, in Ottawa with a, with a girl there too. So um, after kind of four years of doing the city thing, um, like I only started doing the knives at the end, but uh, ended up kind of going astray from that and uh, devoted myself to I was on a mission to get a shop. I went and moved back with the parents there for six months. Pretty much didn't leave the mm-hmm. workplace, just hammered out the overtime like crazy. And uh, in six months, sat down with the bank and was like, yeah, this is the place I want. So...
4: We awesome. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome.
1: Thanks so. so, are you doing this full time, or is this your? You still have the nine to five, and this is built.
2: No, in the I, yeah, day? I still got the nine to five, and then uh, this is the five to eleven. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know
0: that. Yeah, What's yeah. the nine to five
2: bring you, bud? Um, I'm an industrial mechanic. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So I've got uh, I've got experience all over the area, but I, uh, I moved back, moving back to the area. I'm uh, starting a little fabrication shop, so they've got a lot of, a lot of handy tools really for my, uh, my, my line yep. of work. Right. So,
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, for
0: sure. Right I bet you the crossover is just perfect for you. Oh, man. for sure.
2: Yeah. yeah. Diving in yep. the scrap bin all the time.
0: <laughs> yes, sir. Well. Yeah. yeah. There you you go. Know, I'm being an, an industrial mechanic that, uh, like a, a regular mechanic, you know, working in, you know, like a a smaller shop or garage or whatever doing, you know, like your, your daily cars and trucks and stuff like that, you'll have access to, you know, leaf springs and coil springs and maybe a drive shaft here or there, something like that or whatever. But being an industrial mechanic that opens up a door to a whole new whack of like bigger drive shafts. Yeah. Yeah. one of the the places i was
2: work one of the places i was working at the uh fiberglass insulation so uh actually they have all sorts of ceramic blankets and all that sort of bricks that uh like uh container shipping containers full of bricks oh it was was a little was a little handy but uh (laughs) one of their uh one of their production lines has a guillotine blade like uh 52 inches long that would Ooh. slice the insulation every month. Every month, it just gets dulled out. So it yeah. inst- instead of uh, instead of sharpening it or whatever, into the scrap bin, she goes. And, uh, Whoa! Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: it w- works, man.
2: Yeah, it's pretty good stuff, too. Um, some of them, I think they changed the producer who they got it from, sorry. Um, but uh, at first, I did the research, and a couple of guys are online helping me find the direction. It was supposed to be 15 and
4: 20.
0: Oh, yeah. So oh. I've got
4: quite, quite the pile
0: of that. You got a cat there with you, Carter?
4: Yeah, yeah.
2: Your buddy That's
0: him awesome. But... Yeah. <laughs> I'm, and and I'm just like, oh,
2: he's cat. talkative. Yeah, actually, funny story too. He he likes to play around with some of my stuff. I got a little grinder down here that I do like my edges on there. And I came home that, after work and I hear something. I said, oh, fuck, is my pump going dry or something? I run down to the basement. He must have flicked on the power switch. <laughs> my little grinder's just going away. <laughs> <A> little bugger. <laughs> he's,
1: uh, he's sharpening his claws, man. That's yeah,
2: yeah, that's for sure. <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I'm the yeah. neighborhood gangster now, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, So you got a little bit of a setup in your house as well, man.
2: Yeah, actually, I do all my uh, my leather work in the basement.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, leather work would. You know, that makes yeah. sense to do it inside. Stay nice and warm and comfy, right?
2: Oh yeah, especially in the winter. There, it's it's. I try to get in my shop as much as I can there, but last winter I was pretty much. Anytime it was minus seven, I was down here just keeping the fire going. So
0: minus seven.
2: Yeah, yeah, keeping the propane guy away. <laughs>
0: Is it minus? I think it's minus thirty outside right now. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah she's minus 20. twenty-three here. Hmm. You got the cold snap too then. Yeah, 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 we sure did. Yeah. What's it like there right now, Carter?
2: Uh, it's not too bad actually. Minus eleven or so. Got a little uh, bit so- of snow there, just to finish it's off not. the season
1: yeah well, it's, it's, it's all coming the hot air. air it's all the hot air in ottawa that's why it's no yeah
4: morbid. yeah definitely <laughs> hey, 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 hey
0: the political game there next. oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> no yeah i lived in well i lived in the city for four years that's enough city for me for a lifetime yeah, <laughs> yeah. no yeah. kidding yeah but uh yeah. it's a nice area to actually uh, to be in too there's uh there's actually a lot of decent names um like vans blacksmithing
4: yeah, um yeah.
2: morgan cohen's he's in the area grant chambers yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of uh decent names out here so maybe well, that's something where
0: Rock. Uh, <laughs> that's where one of our other co-hosts resides too is Nick uh Nick Verbrey, Old Soldier Toolworks. He's yeah, yeah. out of the Ottawa region. Uh, hey, we never introduced ourselves either. Nick um that's oh. Nick Walsh on the other line on other end of the line right. there from Twisted Steel Blacksmithing out of Red Deer, Alberta. And uh You've probably got to know me by now. My name's Lando the Abstract Blacksmith. Follow yeah. follow us on Instagram under those names. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Mine's uh
1: Twisted Steel505 on Instagram.
4: Yeah, I'm just
2: bleeding hand customs. Yeah. So where did, where that, did that name come, that come from? It's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
4: <We've> been... <laughs> <laughs> actually meeting. pretty
2: interesting too. It's a, it's an interesting story too, actually. I shared it uh I think like my one year in, I shared it as a little thing, but uh, it's, it's actually one of the main symbols in my mom's uh, coat of arms. Oh, crazy. Yeah. It's a pretty cool hearing? story. Actually, the story involves a blacksmith too.
4: No
1: way. We'll lay like, it on us. Yeah. It's oh, well,
2: yeah. actually, yeah. So we'll look at the time, how much we got, but kind uh, of long story short, the there princess fell in love with a blacksmith, um, but the King wasn't having it. Um, basically said like, no, no, there's a Prince coming in um you're, you're to wed him so she said no no like this isn't gonna happen um so they had a little feat a uh, little contest there was a uh, three part so like the first part was uh maybe like a sword play between the blacksmith and the prince uh the prince had it um the next one was maybe just like a uh just like a survival survival feat where they had to just go out into the bush um survive the night whichever had like the best best shelter kind of won the competition and then the last one was uh, was a series of events where they had to uh, actually run a long distance, swim across the moat, and then the first one to have their hand on the uh, on the castle wins, the hand of the princess. So they, they start off running. Uh, the blacksmith has a little bit of a lead. He ends up getting to the castle, but he, he can't swim. So he actually takes out a dagger and cuts his hand off and throws his hand on the castle. So it's kind of a weird story, but at the same time, you know, he's... Uh, He's given his, his his hand, you know, his his real love for his work. That he basically trades it away, kind of for his hand uh, in marriage with this lady. So you know, it's a kind of a cool story. Uh, that's oh, insanity.
4: Oh, that's a, yeah. Insanity. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I
2: don't know. I don't know of a blacksmith
1: that would sacrifice his hand, though. Yeah, really. that's a thing,
2: right? Like
3: fairy
1: tale. Fairy tale. Actually, I heard that. Um, Something very similar about Ireland and Eric the Red. They were having a race to to Ireland, and Eric the Red had cut his hand off and threw his hand, and he was the first one to touch land.
2: Right? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, cool. That's probably I believe, yeah. and I
1: could be way, I could be way off, but no, I think I heard that story
0: too. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah.
0: So there we go. Things I would not do. I would do anything for love. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I won't do that.
1: <laughs> I'm not cutting off a hand. I mean, how do you Never. blacksmith with one hand?
0: Yeah.
4: I'm well, sure they do. It. Yeah.
1: Well, I guess you could. Yeah. You know, what's, but it would just the... make things
0: really awkward. Tough, yeah. yeah. What's the hammer called there that you run by foot? Treadle. Treadle, treadle, treadle hammer.
4: Yeah. yeah. A treadle hammer. There you go. Yeah. There you go. There's
0: well, a that's wheel. A...
2: If
4: there's a will, there's a way. Yeah,
0: no kidding. Well, that's an interesting story, dude. That's pretty cool that you're, uh, you know, you. You fall into your mom's coat of arms like that, and keep that yeah. kind of alive. That's not yeah, something different. you hear. Yeah, you don't hear people talk about that kind of stuff too much nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Family tradition and whatnot—that's kind of starting to seems to be washing away as as we go yeah. forward in society. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Actually, twenty twenty-three. Yeah, yeah.
1: I looked up our family's coat of arms, and there was a still on it. So I am carrying on that tradition, right? Now. <laughs>
0: Cheers to that, buddy. I'm trying to join you, but I can't get the fucking cap off. My- I was wondering <laughs> what you're doing. <laughs> man, I've, been, I've been watching you
1: with that knife thinking, oh, here we go. Another bleeding. <laughs> guy. Some right <laughs>
0: I'm here. just going to cut <laughs> the fucking thing off already, man. Yeah. Oh, 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 hey, oh. Did
4: oh. ah! your pop too? <laughs> I did. Yeah. Mama Wana
0: for the win. Oh, God, it's just as bad as the day I bought it. Actually,
4: <laughs> There's just so a bunch bad. of leaves or something jammed in there?
0: Um, some sort of wood sticks. Oh, okay. Um, hey. Traditional mamowernos. Um, Something without hesitation that this drink sticks, leaves, and roots, cleanses the blood, prevents hangovers, and gives appetite. Yeah. There you go. I don't know. Oh, it helps kidney problems, apparently. Yeah, it cures oh. everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. One of those. Excellent. Yeah. What's the cinnamon? I don't know what the fuck this wood is that's in there, man, but it's full of, like, some sort of wood. It's, you're drinking
1: a health drink right there. That's what that is. That's a health drink.
0: Wow. My normal yeah. health, my normal go-to is beer, but deal with this one for today. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Actually took right. a uh took a little bit of a like a break from drinking, I guess, on the week like I I usually have a few beers on the weekend in the forge. Decided not to drink this weekend, man. Is that uh is that something that you find yourself you do you drink when you're when you're working in the forge or is that like a no-go?
4: Uh, I don't drink too much, no.
0: Oh, you just don't drink too much.
4: No,
2: I don't drink really
0: at all.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> what about yourself, Nick? Is that a no go for when I'm when I'm forging? No. Um, at
1: the end of the day, once uh, everything's put away and once the machines are shut off, yeah, crack a beer. Yeah, that's you know what, and that's really part of the sh- the whole shop experience, right? I mean, like we have people in, and at the end of the day, once you're once your machine is shut off, your handle's all formed. You're doing a little bit of hand sanding.
0: Crack a beer. Oh, no, well, for sure. Yeah. You know, in, in that scenario, yeah, by all means. I mean, you're not going to be yeah. cracking beers when you've got a class running, right? Yeah, and, no, and, that's right. And running it as a full time business, you don't want to be drinking if you're running it a no. full time business. That'd be just ridiculous. No. It's like freaking even. Yeah. Yeah even if i've got a shop
1: day and i actually yesterday i i was uh, smashing out some damascus billets and uh i had a couple buddies pop in and i offered them a beer but i was drinking water just because i'm still working you know so and man it is so easy to really fuck yourself up if you're not paying attention oh, so
4: definitely. yeah that's so, for sure yeah for sure i heard myself sober
3: so
0: <laughs> yeah that's for sure that's for yeah. sure yeah uh well, so part of my whole outlook on that was you know looking at this as a hobby versus a business yep i I haven't been running it as a business at all not not once have I really ran this as a business. It's been a hobby. Like more than 100% of the time. That's, that's all of this has been as a hobby, essentially. And uh, I've wanted to go forward with it being a business. But in order for it to be a business, I need to stop fucking around. And part of stop fucking around is yes. no more alcohol in the shop.
1: Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, 100%, man.
0: Yeah. That was kind of my thought process behind that one. The thing is, though, is like I usually am in the shop. During those hours that most people would be drinking or doing their recreational stuff, that's that's my time in the shop generally. So it's yeah, yeah. I just don't get drinking time now if I do that. I suppose
1: it's a small sacrifice, really.
0: It really is, honestly. Um, That's how I'm looking at it. I'm not. I'm not taking it as being like the. Oh no! I can't drink shit. What am I gonna do? It's no. Mm. This is a. This is probably a good thing. Like you need to have your head on straight. You've got a lot that is going to be heading your way right away. If this is what you're going to do. Yep. Got to be fucking thinking straight and being on, being on your toes, man. Yep.
1: What about you, Carter? Do you have plans to do this full time at some point?
0: Me, man. It's like you fucking, you're in my brain, dude. That was going to (laughs) be my question. Um,
2: well, that's the Uh, dream. I think that's the dream for a lot of us. I think Yeah. uh, It'll probably stay a hobby for a little bit there. Like I'm uh, just about at the five-year mark there uh, with this house. Great. Yeah, the way things are going, I don't know. I'll uh, might even just downsize. Who knows? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. At the same time, um, there's uh, I don't know if you saw Casey Walensky put out a post there. He's looking for some helpers. So I was just like, hey. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of sounds sounds
0: up my alley. Who knows? Or you're, yeah. you'd be willing to relocate like that, no problem? Or
2: well, well, we'll have a little bit of a talk there. But what he's uh, what he's looking for is, you know, someone who knows their way around a forge, yada yada. But also at the end, he's looking for someone to uh, to work as like the water jet and CNC. Oh yeah. Which uh, like okay. four years in Ottawa, I was at a granite plant, and that's okay. that's one of their their, their main tools where their their saws, their, uh, their their CNCs, and their water jet. So I did like the maintenance and shit on that for like four
4: years. So great right on.
2: Okay.
1: You know, and that would be handy having somebody that knows how to fix that kind of stuff on your staff. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know. No. Yeah. I know. Uh, I know of another gentleman that's looking for a uh, a full time blacksmith. He's been looking for a while, but um, it's not not knife related whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Eh? I don't think that would be up your alley, probably. Uh, oh, who knows. I like what
2: uh, I like how some of the shops are kind of kind of uh, kind of industrializing. Like you got Cloverdale, kind of pumps out all sorts of stuff. I was getting yeah. the, I got the guillotine there off them, and you know it's a nice tool. Right yeah, yeah.
4: yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I've been looking at how her how um Cloverdale runs their business, and you know they they are essentially like the blacksmith shop in Manitoba. Yeah, if you're looking for anything Blacksmith related in Manitoba that's probably where you're going to go is Cloverdale. Even even Canada wide their name holds strong, right? Yeah. And looking at a business model and how how they operate versus how other Blacksmith uh operations are running and it's like you know, you got to you got to take note of how all these different businesses are running and what they're doing to keep themselves Notable and on top of the game, and being, being that place that, why why is it that everybody says Cloverdale? Where like, where do you know of Cloverdale from? Me? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Oh no, I bought I bought their tools. I saw them online. I followed them for a little while. I think uh, I think maybe even I first saw them on YouTube. Someone who was using their guillotine.
4: Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. I I want to say I bought a swage block off them too like laser
0: cut. I don't know. Uh not off of Cloverdale, no. No. No, Sean Cunningham was doing uh swage blocks for a while. Uh, I don't know if he still is or not, but um the only other people I know doing swage blocks in Canada is Pat Taylor and his is a cast swage block. And then there's Back Ironworks has one yeah. available as well. That's also a cast.
2: Actually, those two guys. Thack's that's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. Pat Pat actually lives
2: like literally like stone sort of from my house. Not <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, was... I forgot to mention him too. Yeah. yeah. Crazy.
3: Always He's asking him, are,
2: are they looking for work out Upper Canada? That'd be sick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, yeah. the. the uh, I swear to God, I saw somebody else looking for help recently too, man. Like, I. I forgot that Casey was also looking for help, but I swear to God, there was somebody else that was looking for somebody now too. Not ringing the bell as to who it was. Unfortunately, sorry.
1: There's oh. the the guy that you were telling me out in.
0: Um... Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's who. That's who I was referring to. There is. I know he's. He's kind of still looking for somebody, but it's got to be like the right freaking guy type yeah. thing. Yeah, it's he's. Um, he does some high-end work there, dude. So, mm-hmm. stopped at his shop once before, and is finding really right,
1: yeah, finding the right person for your shop is tough. Um, <laughs> and you know what? You're not going to see a cent return from that person for six months. So you're just going to no. be paying out and training them.
0: It well, depends. Depends on who you find. You find the right it, person, maybe, and they'll and they'll, they'll actually right person, yes. They can actually flip things for you the day they walk in that door, dude.
1: If you're extremely lucky, but really, for the most part, I've found that it takes a good six months to really, um, you know, you're paying somebody and training them. And I mean, it's different what I do from just about everyone else, but um, yeah, because you're looking for personality more than
0: anything. I guess so, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think for... a good example on that one like you know you get a guy that has spent his entirety being a welder and he comes to you for work Nick and you know I'm really interested in what you do I've been working with metal my whole life and you're yeah. like yeah you've been working with metal your whole life and there is there's crossover here but dude there is so much you don't know that you need to know to do this
1: yeah. And I mean, you can train anyone. It's for for me personally, it's, uh, how you, how do you deal with people? Right. Yeah. I mean, my, you can't compare my blacksmith shop to anyone else. Cause it's more about entertainment than it is anything else. I mean, you do learn how to make a knife in a day or whatever, but it's about how you deal with the people that come in your shop and how you make sure that they're having a good time. And, Make sure that they're looked after and nobody is slicing a hand open. I don't want you know, yeah. What so what,
0: what are you trying to say? Uh <laughs> Not that I'm cutting my nails with a knife right now.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Carter Kenny's
1: name, like his yeah. business name is Bleeding Hand Customs, so there's yeah. there's that too. So
0: I was yeah. expecting to get a story of he, you had some sort of crazy accident in the no, shop or something like no, that. That's No, the, the dude, no,
2: no, no, yeah, no
1: We no. are <laughs> no. knock on wood. We have yeah, not yeah. Uh, had you know anything what? like that.
0: I so. meant Carter, not not you. Sorry. Yeah. Oh no. no worries. I know you've got you got Disney princess band aids. So yeah, even that's even right. No, <laughs> dolls, it's it's okay. It's, temp- it's tempting to cut yourself just to get one. Yeah,
1: well, who doesn't want the Little Mermaid on his finger? Oh, <laughs> that's bad. That's bad. Oh, holy
4: fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh...
0: It's a bandage. Just a bandage.
4: Very sad. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, you ever have any bad accidents with what you do or close calls, Carter?
4: Um,
2: Like, uh, like in my workshop or in, in industry?
0: Yeah, just doing what you do with like an industrial mechanic stuff, it crosses over a little bit. Yeah. So,
2: um, I mean, there's been a couple of accidents here. There, my thumb's trying to heal right now. I don't know if it's actually oh, going to heal right. Yeah, yeah, that's beauty. It's just, like, that's just kind of curling back, so I'm kind of worried about it. <laughs> uh, it She'll <should laughs> just pop off, it will be good. Yeah, this yeah. is it, it, doesn't have a cool story
4: behind it. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: that's called man nail polish, right there. That's what yeah. that is. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um I had a I had an accident years ago that,
4: <laughs>
1: man, that sucked. I was making a planter hanger that looked like a giant fish hook. So the eye of the fish hook you hang your planter in. And uh so I'm bending this piece of metal to make it look like a fish hook and it was balanced on my anvil and I sp- I don't know what happened. It slipped, it spun around, but the hot piece got me right across my stomach, and it looked like I had, it looks like I had abs for a while until it all healed, but, uh, oh yeah, big scar right across my
0: stomach. It was bad. It was bad. Yeah. Oh, That must have hit you real hard then, man, if it did oh, uh, Right yeah. through the well, shirt and everything.
1: Right through the shirt, and yeah, I was,
0: I was... I... I had a hammer billet fly at my stomach one time before red hot and yeah. luckily it just, it bounced off me and that was it. It burnt a hole in my shirt, but it didn't actually burn me at all. Luckily. Oh, yeah. That would, that would suck a lot. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I had a, a recent incident. I tried taking some sucker rod and I heated it up in the forge, put a little bit of a bend in it so that it was kind of like a, a little bit of a U shape on the very end of the rod. And then I could hold on to the the straight part of the rod as, as the handle of the tool. And the idea of it was, as I had a dish that I wanted to put indents equal indents on each side of the dish to be a cigar tray. Right. And I don't know if it was the fact that the curvature that I put on the rod didn't match the tray. Maybe it, it's probably more or less the fact that I let I started working it too cold was really what it came down to. But that sucker rod ended up snapping on me under the hydraulic press, dude. Oh jeez! Holy fuck, dude! My ears were oh. ringing from the pop it made. My hand was like, I thought I thought vibrated. my hand was gonna explode because of the pressure, like the vibration into my hand. I was like, holy fuck, yeah. my hands like feels like it's going to explode for like a good 10 minutes. I was just like, Oh my God, my hand going to swell up and it just, it went, the pain went away. Thankfully I've seen somebody's hand swell like crazy because they were an idiot and made an oxyacetylene bomb in a water plastic water ball that blew it up in oh, their hand. Yeah. Half dope. an hour later, their freaking hand was like three times the size. And that's what I was, I was like, so worried. I was like, Oh my God, is that what's going to happen to my hand? I'm just watching my hand waiting for it to start growing in size. I'm like, <laughs> Nope. Nope, pain's going away. She's good. All right, cool. Back to it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's scary shit.
0: Well, the, the scarier part of it really was the fact that after I settled down and kind of decided to start taking a look at it and I looked at how the sucker rod broke, there was chunks that had splintered off but were stuck underneath because of it being under the press that got stuck there and had... Had they not got stuck there and flew out, I would have been impaled by a chunk of steel for sure. Just like a little chunk, but yeah, you know how that goes, right? It flies into your body and disappears and then you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of a learning lesson on me there to not rush tooling and just kind of take my time, build tooling properly. And yeah, like that, that rod, when I put the bend in it, it should have had some backing to it. But it didn't have any like flat backing plate. So when the press was coming down on the on the bent part, it was only hitting the upper portions of that U. And the right. lower portion of the U was like down below. So it was essentially it was probably trying to flatten the U out is what it was trying to do. And then that right. fourth ended up snapping it. God. Yeah. Hmm. I Good times. Yeah. Well yeah. I, I share this for with the hopes that people learn from it a little bit, I guess, yeah. you know, like, yeah, it's oh, a yeah. dumb mistake on my behalf. And somebody with more experience is probably shaking their head at me big time right now. Somebody with lesser experience is probably going, like, wow, I'm glad I heard that because I would have never thought that, right? Dude,
1: I find that those mistakes that you make are the experience that <laughs> you get to not make those mistakes again.
0: Oh, for sure. Right. Yeah. Um, unless you've got some somebody... Close calls, close calls. Yeah. Unless you've got somebody that's there that's telling you all the close calls that they've gone through to help you well, learn that and even then so so going to make one own.
1: hopefully you hear those stories from people that are telling them and two, you know applying those stories correctly that's kind of a you know learning from them and, and applying them so you don't have to make those same mistakes.
0: Yeah. Well, I think I think we should take less shame in my mistakes and be more open about that kind of stuff, man. I think
1: I celebrate my mistakes because I I show everyone in my classes, Hey, don't do this because this is what happens. Don't do that because this is what happens.
4: Oh yeah. So
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. It's been like, it's been like two and a half months there with this thumb. (laughs) Yeah. What did you do to it? Well, actually on that note, I'll tell it because uh, it's a good one to know. Um, I was making some, uh, some banding actually for one of my anvil stands. i was working four uh four foot long uh like i think they're like half inch wide three sixteenths just like these little flat bars eh so i was working two of them at a a time which is number one mistake don't rush stuff um but what i was doing was every every foot or so i was doing a three eight uh three eight hole drifting it in the bolster plate but what i did was you got to know too whenever it's uh you know whenever it's hot it could still be the it could still be your same diameter but it could still stick because of the heat right right and what i did was actually line my pin up should be you know maybe get a set of tongs for the pin you're drifting to and then i'm holding the pin there with my four pound sledge there which
4: is oh, all stupid
2: shit. all stupid really <laughs> and yeah uh, oh, dude the propane turned off pretty quick then i don't usually cut it there pretty quick but yeah that was uh that was a long day there with that throbbing
4: <laughs> oh yeah.
2: Yeah. Yep. Uh,
1: Actually, okay. I dropped a I dropped a gin pull on a finger, and that fingernail never healed right. So, oh, yeah. yeah,
0: good times. <laughs> <laughs> I've shared it before, man. You, you can be sober as can be, but if your mind is not there, yeah. walk walk away, dude. Don't oh, yeah. don't light up that forge. Don't step up to that anvil. Yeah. You know, yeah. wa- watch a YouTube video or on blacksmithing or something instead. If your mind is not there, you are going to make a mistake. And, yep. You know, my dog passed away at Christmas time there. I decided a few days after that I was going to go in the forge to try to clear my head a little bit because I was just in a down, down feeling place or whatever. And, you know, I was still thinking about the dog way too much and a bunch of other stuff too, on top of that. And, you know, one thing led to another, not paying attention, and I almost, uh, not quite what you did there, instead of whacking my thumb, I whacked the, the top of my my index finger right at the knuckle, mm-hmm. fucking walloped it, good man, thought I broke my fucking oh. finger, I was sore for mm-hmm. over a month, dude, I almost yeah. fucking puked when it happened too, man, I was like, oh. I, and like you said, fucking propane went off right quick, dude, yeah. you know, fucking <laughs> doing nothing oh. else, oh. hammer across the shop, and I was fucking cursing, and. Swearing and my neighbors are probably like, "Oh my god, Lando's dying!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Man, when when you hit yourself and it and it throbs, like you can feel your pulse in your finger or whatever. Oh, yeah. that is the worst feeling.
2: I love it ever.
1: Eh? <laughs> oh my god! It, you know you're yeah. alive. <laughs> it's you know what? Just thinking about it, it's just visceral. I mean, I right? can just, I can yeah, feel can that feel it. <laughs> throb. Oh. In, oh, no. in carter's thumb and in lando's finger i could just oh yeah i can just feel it already yeah. oh
0: thank god for horrible. medical marijuana yes, you're
3: right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes indeed so knives is what kind of sparked your interest in blacksmithing if i'm not mistaken right
2: yeah uh, i've always actually thought it was it was a super interesting um like through video games and whatnot i'm, I'm part of that generation but uh, uh yeah As soon as like a guy mentioned Forge and Fire at work, I was just like, "No shit, they they still do this." And then watched a couple of seasons, and then yeah, kind of all history. eh?
0: Yeah, why not? Do you remember your first project, bud?
2: Yeah, yeah, I did like a like a Rambo style like knife kind of hatchet thing, (laughs) and like I I was I was so green, I fucking I made it out of mild steel, eh? so I was just like, "Oh Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) better get to the books." But yes. I, I like I like probably, to try yeah, things out first.
0: Yeah, but that was probably perfect practice to practice it on mild steel and get your hands yeah. wet. And, yeah. you know, the mild steel is probably easy enough to work that you're like, I can do this. This is not yeah. too bad, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
4: Throw
2: a little cherry wood on there and not care about it. And, yeah.
0: Cool. Part of that goes back into my whole thought process on, like, I – I have an interest in making knives, but I'm not like that's not my like my jam. I'm like no, you know, knives. I gotta make knives. I'll make a knife here or there or whatever. Went one day, but it's not like something I'm super into. But this is exactly goes into my whole like you know, there's things I want to know before I start diving into it because the simplicity of grabbing mild steel to make a knife versus knowing to use tool steel for it. You 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 pick that stuff up pretty quick if you start doing the research, right? Mm,
4: yeah.
0: There's well, a lot of little things that you'll pick up throughout more research, and those little things all add up to making it so much easier once you know those things, dude. Yeah. You,
1: you know, I mean, and that's the good thing about the time that we live in. There is so much information out there, and mm-hmm. you can access it so readily i mean oh, wow. who here hasn't been to youtube university to learn a, something about steel or knives or tool making or whatever um actually i have a copy of and a, every knife maker should have this book it's called uh knife engineering
0: oh yeah and i'm pretty sure
1: lawrence lake has it over at maritime
0: supply yeah maritime knife or man com. you can go pick up that book you can pick up 10 packs of belts and save 10%. You get one for free. You can use the code FSCKILN and save yourself $100 on Paragon or even He kilns while you're at it, dude. Guy has the best selection of tool steel, belts, anything that you need when it comes to knife making. Carries broadback grinders. The dude is the dude of Canada, man. Go head up Lawrence at maritimeknivesupply.ca. Tell him to take off. <laughs> take right off he'll, he'll know where that comes from
1: yeah yeah take off 10% take off 10% when you <laughs> Take, take off. FSC. So
4: that FSC that, that that's oh no 10, that's that that's, 10% the of the belts that's yeah.
0: not 10% oh. the twiller that's forge chat 10 wait a minute but
1: if you buy 10 if you buy nine belts you get one for free that's 10% that's that's 10% you're right That's 10% okay yeah
0: but you, you can go. you can use the code ForgeChat10 over at com. Yeah, and order fifty dollars or more and save yourself ten percent there too. Yeah.
1: So, or FSC kill them and get a hundred dollars off on a kilim.
0: That's that's a maritime, maritime right? C. Yeah. We're mixed. We're, we've got our. We're like, totally like, mixing them up. Yeah, we're totally. The trailer, maritime. Up. They should just work together. They should be on the same page. Yeah. Really.
1: <laughs> yeah. Where do you uh, Where do you get your steel? Do you you, I know you were talking about that great big guillotine blade that is fifteen and twenty. Um, do you use mostly recycled? Do you buy new stuff? I see you um, made some Damascus.
2: So. Yeah, it all really depends on what I'm doing. Um, whenever I do buy steel, I definitely head out to uh, to Maritime. But um, yeah, it depends what I'm doing. I this weekend I practiced a little bit of forge welding, so I was doing uh, this mild steel body with uh, with leaf spring. And right. what, uh, good, what's uh yeah. what's good is I know enough people uh that work on their cars and stuff, I get I get a decent amount of springs and they're they're not awesome. even used. So yeah. I like to use this the coil spring not used. So, yeah. You
0: know, right. You know. Yeah for sure. Yeah. 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 I've um I've never tried oh no, that's well, okay. So I've never actually tried forge welding fifty fifty one sixty AK leaf spring. I've never tried forge welding that on it's like on my own type thing. I have a piece that I got from somebody else that was twisted mild steel 50 5160 AK leaf spring. Um or leaf spring AK 5160, I don't know. Either way, yeah. it was uh, a twist Damascus piece that they gave me and I started forging it and I don't know, maybe I was forging it too cold or something like that and it started delaminating on me like crazy. And was oh, like, yeah. oh, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing." But I've heard through the grapevine that 5160 is, like, one of the hardest steels to forge weld. It's pretty tricky. Eh? It like almost yeah. doesn't forge
2: weld to itself, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the one that, it, well, like, not forge weld to itself, pretty much, is what I've heard. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. mild, it's actually
0: it's not too bad. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, it would make sense. Mild steel is uh, pretty, pretty basic there, so. Yeah, yeah.
1: So what are you running for a forge to, uh, to do that
2: forge welding? Um, actually the beginning of COVID, I, uh, I upgraded my little crappy, um, compressor unit I made. Actually it wasn't too bad. It got steel warm with the, uh, little, uh, Zoller style burner venturi. Okay. Uh, I upgraded to, uh, made myself, uh, I think it's like 15, 15 deep nine wide by 10 high, um, ribbon burner. All right, oh, right like, on. I built it on a base of brick. So it's know, it's a pretty cool little unit. It gets, it gets pretty hot. Yeah.
1: You're running propane with that or natural gas? Uh propane. Oh, All
4: yeah. right
0: on. Yeah. There are a few people go. out there running natural gas, but propane seems to be the the way to go. Are you? Yeah. So remember, are you on natural gas, Nick?
1: No, we're on propane. Uh, we okay. just have uh, we have one of Sean Cunningham's uh, right. forge, and then I've got. My first forge, I still use that from time to time, and uh, I just bought a, a horseshoeing forge because they they don't seem to build up scale near as much as uh, as you know Sean's does, or a lot of forges, and mainly horseshoeing forges that they're forge welding mild steel, so you can't build up a lot of a lot of you know that slag and and oh. oxidation. Yeah, very non oxidizing flame.
3: So. Hmm.
4: Yeah.
0: Just a high high mix of propane.
1: Um yeah, very small adventuries and yeah. It Interesting. seems to it seems to get hot enough, because the interior though of those things are really quite small. So so you can still build a lot of heat
0: and uh
1: and not have a as nearly oxidizing flame.
0: Yeah, oh, so, and small yeah. Small enough you gotta be careful not to touch the sides.
1: Hey, yeah, 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 and I never have a problem with touching the sides anyway. So we're good. Yeah, getting... I know
0: we heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> uh yes. What other,
3: what other
0: uh oh, oh, oh tools? Tool t- t- uh, tools tools. Tell me about your tools. What other what other tools are you running, buddy? You mentioned you had a two by forty eight.
2: Yeah. Um. Right now I've got two anvils. I've got is uh, it a 150ish Trenton? Oh, nice. And then uh, actually a three 350, and it's it's a it's unknown. Oh,
4: okay. Actually, pretty
2: cool oh. stories. Pretty cool stories to both of them. Actually, the uh, the Trenton, I had I had one actually before that too, but my neighbor kind of brought me over to his place. He says, "No, I got something. I think you should check out." So he pulls out of his container an anvil that was broken in half. Wait. Mm-hmm. So what they used to do in the back back in the day, I guess, was actually drill two holes through the top and bottom. I don't know how, even how they did that, but uh, basically just like slap on some hinges and like handles, good to go kind of thing. But I, I got it right. and the whole thing was rickety rockety. So I said, OK, well, that's not going to do. So when you say up,
0: it's broken in half, is it broken in half like the top and the bottom came apart? Yeah, or? yeah the top
2: and the bottom, the Trentons were, uh, were put together, I think, three pieces.
0: Like yeah, the base,
2: the base, the body, and then the top plate.
0: Yeah, and they uh, machine welded the, the waste. Uh, that makes sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. They were notorious for breaking it,
2: eh? so so I ended up um, cutting the little hinges apart, taking the, the, the pieces out, and then uh, just grinding a bunch of 45s on it. Actually re-welded it.
4: Nice. Alright,
2: yeah. but... yeah. Did that after hours at work. It was pretty fun. I like heated it right up, uh, welded it, and then set a big ceramic blanket around it, let it cool down.
0: Mm-hmm. So you... that was the workhorse for a bit. What did you weld it with? um
2: i did a uh what was it like a sixty ten core uh seventy eighteen three passes and then okay. just filled the rest mig no way yeah oh and somehow it like lost weight. It was supposed to be like it was at poor it was like one fifty one I weighed it was like one forty nine whatever
0: <laughs> it was it was just one of those one of those fun things to do yeah got a peter Wright that needs some welding done on and i've been hesitant to do it because i'm you hear these stories of like oh you got to make sure you use nyrod and peanut every inch and this and that and i'm just like "Uh, i don't know man and then you hear other stories of i just welded up with mig or welded up with 7018 it's good enough and you you want a
1: hardening rod for sure yeah, well, you know. the
0: part, the part that I need to weld is under the tool face. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. It's the tool, the tool face to the body yeah. is where there, there's delamination ha- happening about right. half an inch into the body. So I've ground that out, created a, like a half inch groove. Yeah. And hmm. uh, yeah, that needs to be filled in now. Well, huh.
4: I think I know a welder that could probably help ya. you. You. Like you're,
0: you're yeah, an you, awesome welder, dude. The the so this is the problem is you get to a point where you know enough to start back stepping a little bit and, <laughs> and wondering if you're doing it right. Whereas <laughs> when you if you don't know what you're doing, you just do it, and a lot of the times it works. Yeah, better than if you did if better than if you did know what you were doing right. Yeah. And uh, I think I'm in that in that dicey region right now of like, no, I know exactly what I need to do, but I'm like, but maybe I know too much and I'm overthinking this now. And I don't know.
1: I I say, just go for it. Fuck it. Go for it. You You can do it.
0: Worst case scenario, it cracks and falls apart on
1: me. Well, you don't, you don't have a workable anvil, anvil now, right? Like, well, you probably do, but I mean,
0: it's you know, yeah, one of I mean, one it, of those. It was actually my yeah. first anvil, and I used oh, it as yeah. was for months, and then I realized, like, holy fuck, this one edge is like weird to hammer on. Yeah, and I I noticed that it looked like it wasn't fully it's attached. attached. And I was like, yeah. what's well, that's kind of weird. Like, mm-hmm. why is it like? And at that point. I didn't know fucking nothing about nothing, dude. I didn't realize that this was a piece of tool steel forged, welded to a wrought iron, wrought iron body. Right. Yeah. I had no idea that that's what was going on. Yeah. Started doing some research and figured that's what's going on. And I took some dye penetrant to it along that entire edge. And it highlighted that there's, there's a crack here along that whole edge. And I'm like, Okay, talk to some people and they're like, that's normal. That's you're gonna have that on every fucking Peter Wright. That that edge where it was forged weld is going to show you that anytime you do a, a penetrating yeah. test. And it's like, okay, but depending how deep that crack goes, that could be a lot of stress on your tool steel, causing it to crack and break off, right? So I decided to start grinding into that. Crack a little bit to see exactly how deep it goes, and yeah, it was like a good half an inch in. So, yeah. asking asking for trouble over time, dude. No, it sure is. You've have you got your welding tickets? Being an industrial mechanic?
4: No, not my welding tickets.
0: No, but you're just good enough with the welder. Yeah, yeah, I dabble. You got a welder at home? Yeah, I just got a little
2: uh, Lincoln 120. Oh
4: yeah, Oh, yeah. McPack. pack does the
2: job.
0: Well yeah. up billets, so yep, well,
4: exactly, that's what you need right? it for, so there yeah.
0: you go. Is that um how many how many Damascus billets have you done now at this point? Oh, just there? a
2: couple even actually. I was probably I was thinking about doing a little bit more this weekend. I did uh did a couple canisters. One the first one is a failure. Um the second one was okay. Um and then I did uh did a Kumai like, oh, a yeah. couple of weeks ago. A bit of a delamination right. in it, just enough not to sell it. So, I'll
4: probably go back and do a couple more of those. Yeah, it was pretty when interesting. You
0: did, when you did the Kumai, did you pre weld the billet together as well?
4: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, right around.
0: Although, do you just weld the corners or you fully weld it for the Kumai? Yeah, uh, for the Kumai.
2: Well, I think there's another way to do it, but um, the, the way you're supposed to do it, like online, definitely the YouTube way. Um, you, you weld all the way around. You do, eh? Yeah, because you get uh, you want to get the copper to like a melting point, right? So it's just gonna squish out.
0: Yep. Yep.
4: Yeah.
0: I have never actually taken the time to watch a YouTube video on how to do kumai, and I've just gone and tried it. And yeah, eh? yeah. Yeah. Damn straight. And that is what I find is, yeah, you squish it and the copper squirts out, but yeah, you just got to be careful not to squish it so much that you squish all of the copper. out, Right. You can squish okay, a little yes. bit of it out and you know, a little bit will squish out. It's not the end of the world or whatever, but yeah, good it's good to know. Once the, the problem is, is once you've got it at that point, you can't really do too much else to it. Forge wise. Like you, it, it can only go so far. You, you, you get the forge weld set, and then after that, that copper gets to the melting point so much easier than the rest of the steel gets to a forge temp- forging temperature that you go to pull it out of the forge and start doing any sort of manipulation to it. And the copper just decides it's like, no, I'm going to squirt out here and leave you a delamination here. And yeah. yeah, at least that's what I found. I don't know. I have gotten lucky on it once with. Um, an acorn that I did in a closed die. But I think the reason it worked was because it was a closed die. So it trapped everything from being able to squirt out. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
2: That's, yeah, that's my actually, input on that. <laughs> there's a guy too. I want to try one um where he actually takes the, out, the outer jacket and dimples the inside of it. So whenever oh. the copper actually set in there, so you'll get a little bit right. more of a wave. Uh,
4: right. It looks pretty sharp.
0: So oh, he dimples it when it's after it's forge welded or before no, it's forge welded?
2: Before assembly. Before he assembles the billet. He'll take his two outers and dimple the insides. When he when he smushes oh. it all, welds it together and then forge well, welds it, the copper actually kind of is supposed to push into these little cavities yeah. and
0: he well, shows the finishing
2: result and it looks pretty wicked.
0: That's something that I was uh talking with um alex Norton about uh from Fahal ironworks is um <clears throat> being able to use copper to fill in voids um and i kind of saying something here that i kind of wanted to keep it a bit of a secret but I'll I'll spill the beans. Somebody, I'm, I'm never gonna come forward with it. And even if I do, somebody else is gonna do it better than me, anyways. But cable Damascus with copper. Oh, yeah, yeah, huh, yeah. Unwind, unwind your cable. Throw a little bit of copper in there. Wind it back together. Forge weld it up. The copper is gonna fill in the voids. It's gonna look fucking amazing. You're welcome. Copper wire. No, <laughs> you could put uh, copper wire. No, well, you no. could. Yeah, you could, well, anything that's co- copper yeah. is okay. It's really intertwine it. Copper, copper isn't copper, and I can tell you this by experience that, um, you have to be careful with certain coppers because some will have higher zinc content than other um, bronze, whatever added into it and depending on the quality of the copper it's going to weld much differently mm. um i tig welding for sure oh, yeah. i've got some copper that it i go to tig weld it and it gets to the melting point and it just it starts to just kind of turn into a glob and fall apart like instantly it doesn't it good copper will create a puddle um, and kind of start to hold that puddle at that temperature, as long as you lock in that temperature and you don't push it too far. You push it too far and just, and then it'll globulize and just go hog wild on you. But this other copper that I was doing, you, you, even if you tried to hold, even if you tried to dial back the temperature, as soon as you saw that puddle form, as soon as that puddle formed, it was too late. It was essentially that's what brass does in the forge, right? You go to put the, if you ever try to forge brass. And you put, pull it out of the, for, like you put it in the forge and you're looking at it and you're like, okay, I think it's hot enough, but I'm not sure. You go to pull it out of the forge and it just goes blop and it's a blob. And it's like, what the fuck?
3: It yeah. Just, it hits that melting
0: <laughs> yeah you know, like, It's that melting temperature so fast. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's, that's kind of what I experienced with the, uh, with, it was copper pipe that was doing that to me, actually, that was TIG welding like that. Whereas this uh, copper sheet that I've purchased welds beautifully, and the copper rod that I picked up from Lawrence as well welds beautifully, but for whatever reason, this copper pipe I have, and I cleaned it, I, it's very nicely cleaned and everything like that, no, nope, doesn't want to weld. Just, I mean, it, it'll weld, but fucking hard, and the welds were ugly. Oh shit! Right, but yeah, man, try a uh, try taking a piece of cable, like one inch cable. Yeah. Unwind it a little bit. Throw some copper, whatever, dude. I've even used copper drillings. If you ever drill oh, out a wow. piece of copper and you've got the leftover little shavings from your drill bit, Sparkle that your, in there, yep, sparkle that in there. You got it, buddy. Yep. There you go. There's, there's a something that everybody can go try out. There's a project for everybody to here. <laughs> uh, what do you what do you call that? Blacksmithing challenge of the week. Yeah. Oh, there you go! I challenge you to try it, people.
1: Dun dun dun! You know what? There's that's a really good idea, there, Lando. Forge side chat blacksmithing challenge of the week. You put it out there. You know, make a hashtag Forge side chat.
0: Yeah. Hey, if you do good enough, I'll, yeah, if you do you good enough? I'll send you a new season two sticker for free.
1: Ooh! Hey, there you <laughs> go. Wow, the gauntlet has been dropped. Here we are.
0: (laughs) Might even, well, I might even send it to just because I'm, you know, depends how I'm feeling. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. You got some, you got some wicked stickers. Well, you got a wicked logo going for your, yeah, your forging business that you've got set up with, with bleeding hand. Do you have stickers available for that as well?
2: Um, I'm actually, I'm in the works. Um, uh, just before winter, I touched base with the, uh, the tattoo artist that does all my tattoos. Um, I've always actually loved the stuff he does. So I sent out a little request. I was like, Hey, do you mind you want to maybe throwing a couple of pictures together to see what, see what you kind of come up with. And he, uh, he says, yeah, I've been seeing the stuff you do. And he says, yeah, for sure. So I, uh, stopped in and passed him a little knife there to kind of get things rolling. And he showed me a picture, uh, like a month ago or so. It's looking pretty sick.
0: Yeah. I I even just like the the glove that you've got, man. I think like just that for yeah. a sticker would be sweet. Oh, for sure, yeah, yeah.
4: yeah. Definitely stick it all over the place. Some uh, good marketing.
0: Yeah. It it is, man. When I went to uh when I went to BC, I took a bunch of the Forge side stacks, side chat stickers, and I was putting them on guard railings and <laughs> yeah. telephone poles and went in the winter time and I was slapping them all over the chairlift and shit. <laughs> nice. There you go. Yeah.
1: I don't know if that helps uh, but well, there you go. Carter, did. what do you do for marketing?
2: Um, Actually, not too much. I got to do a little bit more there. I'm like uh, going over some of your episodes. I really feel like there's uh there's probably a little bit more market on Instagram. I'm really, I'm really bad on Instagram. I got like 200, maybe 300 followers, but uh, I do a little bit of sharing and stuff in the area where i am um right the the nicer weather i try to get out and do with some markets and stuff like that and it's, it's good to get out and see some people yeah. and they see, they see they see the work you do start a little conversations and yeah
4: you've done and a few I, sorry i i just
1: love going to markets and you end up talking to old guys that
4: you know uh
1: their, yeah. their grandpa used to have a coal forge and they used to help their grandpa by you know Cranking the billows and all that kind of stuff.
2: It's, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's cool. it's
0: cool. It's
4: cool. Yeah. You have to take it back. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Seems like uh, every every second person that stops by had a grandpa that used to be a blacksmith, right? Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah.
4: You're good old 100%. days,
0: eh? Yeah.
1: I've got one of those anvils in the shed back home.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for I, sure. I, I wanted to ask you, with the markets um what are you finding you're filling your table with generally
4: um a lot of leather stuff actually a lot yeah. of wallets yeah. that little uh card wallets stuff like that yeah
0: what what is the the game with leather like i i know nothing about it dude you've got got all these different choices in leather, I assume that you can choose from when it comes to making different things. Is there yeah. a reason you want to get certain leathers for certain applications? What are your go-tos?
2: Yeah. Well, when you're talking custom, uh, like veg tans, the, the, the one to go to for sure. It's most manipulable. Um, like as chrome tan, like the, there's pretty much the two kinds veg tan or chrome tan. Where chrome tan is pretty much completely prepared, dyed, um, treated, usually with, like, an oil treatment, um, okay. which they say that uh, if you make sheaths and whatnot with chrome tan, it is, uh, whatever's in it's more susceptible to rusting, which I do believe in, because I uh, I ended up making a little pack for some of my little
4: stitch needles there, and, like, a couple of days there, they were starting to get corrosion. Huh. So, yeah.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Is there... Yeah, when you make a leather sheath for a knife, do you coat the inside with oil or anything like that, or um
2: I coat it with like a mink oil mink oil yeah yeah, yeah.
0: and when you when you're sewing a, a sheath together, the thread that you're using is that like uh is that just another type of leather or is there a special thread that you have to use for that?
2: No, no, just like a nylon thread, yeah, okay yeah. there's probably yeah, actually there's probably different types there you can do the uh actual like a leather, I forget exactly what the term is, but like rope it around the
4: edge of your sheath. Okay. Yeah. yeah like the old yeah. school there, yeah. Yeah. Pretty sharp. You, it's pretty tough to do that though.
1: <laughs> and then you can get uh like artificial sinew to make it uh, look a little
0: yeah. more Yeah. That yeah. Yeah. was gonna be yeah. my next question. Have you ever tried playing with sinew before? Um no not really. I not I know even. from my uh Childhood background, living up north, that was that. That's what all the native people used to make all their leather goods out of. Was yeah, sewed with sinew, right?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind
0: of It'd Be pretty awesome to be able to do things in a traditional manner. Like, do you have any sort of native blood in your background or any, no,
2: anything? No, no, my telling? blood, uh, my
4: blood's a little more Irish. Irish, eh? Yeah. Uh. No. Kenny, you never Kenny, know. You kill Kenny Ireland.
2: Oh, uh,
0: yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Yep. No, I th- I was yeah. thinking more uh, the show. There where Car- What's the what's the show that they got? Cartman and Kenny. Yeah, so far. No. no, no, not no. Oh. There's the the Canadian show. Letter there. Kenny. Letter Kenny. Oh, that's letter it, Kenny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Whenever whenever I see your name, that's what I think of. as letter Kenny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, I've know, been. I, I was told. Pulled by one of my native friends as a kid. Never trust somebody with two first names.
3: No shit. eh? (laughs) There
0: you go. go. (laughs) Or somebody that has a a first name for a last name. That's what it is. Um, Both. So actually, I was named after Gary
4: Gary Carter, Montreal Expo. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Parents are baseball fans. Your dad
0: was. Oh yeah. There you go. How do your parents uh, react to you wanting to be in the blacksmithing game?
2: Uh, they don't understand it. <laughs> like parents <Yeah>. do right? <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. They,
2: they do yeah. like my work, though. They're coming around to it.
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, it's, it's something that I've been listening to a little bit of Brian House's uh, podcast work for it. And he talks a lot about the fourth industrial revolution, how yeah. we are in the midst of another and. In- industrial revolution and its small home built businesses that are getting out there putting their products out there and and people are buying them mm-hmm. and seeing the quality in in you know a, a handcrafted item um so yeah I, I think there's a lot of people out there that don't get it i hear it all the time oh you charge this much for a knife i can buy 3 of them for 50 bucks over at canadian tire oh well, yeah. great
0: go buy them from canadian tire then oh yeah yeah not yep. buying one like this for 50 bucks. No, no, that's no, right. It's, um, it's it's a conversation that has been hot in my family for years now that this whole blacksmithing venture is, it's just a hobby. It's, yeah. it's, it's silly. You it's waste good for time. retirement. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a good hobby, but don't, don't put your, uh, don't put any effort towards it, essentially. And it's like, well, you know, for some odd reason, the welding, it's like, you know, I say, oh, I'm going to do welding. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's, that'll be great. Yeah. Yeah, And it's like, well, there's a lot of, there's a lot of broke welders out there too, man. Yeah. (laughs) Nickel and diamond. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't come down to necessarily. And this is something that I'm learning through Brian House and others. It doesn't necessarily come down to what it is exactly that you're doing for a business. It comes down to you as a person being able to run a business. Yeah. You can pick almost anything in this world. If you have business orientation and motivation behind you, watch out, buddy. That's, that's, that is what it takes.
1: Yeah. I've, I think I've been saying this again and again and again, and it's, doesn't matter what your passion is, as long as if you want to do this as a business, business has to be your first passion and then, you know, blacksmithing or leatherwork or whatever you're doing has to be your second passion. You, I mean, that's really the key to doing this full time is you have to be passionate about the business. Yeah. Whatever that is.
0: Be willing to take your clothes off. Oh,
1: yep. I am, baby. I am. <laughs> I will do some really bad things for hundred Or ten well, bucks. Or even five.
3: It's so hot in here, so take <laughs> off all your clothes. I am getting...
0: anyways. No. <laughs> uh, me and all Nick right. actually freaking it was after Paul, the conversation with Paul that we had me and you probably yeah. chatted for like two hours after that. Yeah. about doing this as a business. <laughs> what, what she said. Yeah, exactly. that's that. That was my thoughts, man. I was like,
3: ah,
0: like, yeah. Oh, You know, it's business orientation has to be your, your goal when it comes to this. And, if you've got that motivation under your belt, you can pick almost anything as a business, but if you, if you've got passion in something, fuck, watch out, dude, watch out. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, you don't see yourself running this as a, as a full-time business though. Hey, you kind of like to keep it as a, as a hobby though.
2: No, I'd like to, but, uh, I know it's, it's been pretty slow this winter. Um, it's, yeah, it kind of goes in its ups and downs. There's like one week I'll sell, uh, so like seven cleavers almost, like pump those out in a couple of weeks. Versus, I've had uh, there's only a couple of knives I sold this winter. Hmm. Yeah, so are
0: you playing yeah. it on a, on a custom order level or are you producing items and offering them for sale?
2: Uh, more, yeah, more producing stuff. I will try to do stuff in batches.
0: So, you've got a, right. a few things sitting on the shelf right now, ready to go. My, yeah, uh, my kitchen table is
2: pretty pointy right now.
0: Yeah, <laughs> got <laughs> <laughs> like six axes. <laughs>
2: Oh, wow. do, you have them, do you have them on Instagram? That's the thing. Not so much on Instagram, on Facebook. So that's what I... Yeah, well, even,
1: even if they're on Facebook, yeah. You yeah. know what? You can get this uh, app and it's called Business Suite and it will link your Instagram and your Facebook. Mm-hmm. And then when you create one post, it hits both.
4: Yeah.
1: So you're only posting once, but you're hitting both. And yeah. So it's it, business it you know, works really well. Business Suite. Business Suite.
3: Yeah. Sweet.
0: sweet. Yeah, it's yeah. part of the metaverse thing. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Uh, yeah. Do you actually have to have that to cross post? Yeah, you don't
1: have to, but it makes it so much easier. Okay. I mean, yeah, you I, make I one know post I, and it
0: hits. I know I set up Business Suite, but I like I never actually go into that actual app ever anymore. Oh man.
1: Um. Actually, while we were talking, I just had a guy reach out to me. Asking if I could fix a sword handle, and I was like, "No, <laughs> I don't do swords. Go over here." Yeah, so i I sent him towards uh, Garth Thompson at Sgt Blades.
4: So, cool, yeah,
0: yeah. So, have you spent any time with another blacksmith learning, watching?
2: Um, actually, not so much. I wish I did, but. Um... There's plenty of uh, plenty of guys I've got good feedback off of, like Pat's. Uh, like I said, Pat's around the corner. Um, big shout out to my buddy Hal up in Ottawa. He's got a nice old press and a, and a knife oven. So when I was actually doing my first little batch, um, I went up. He uh, invited me over just to kind of check a little bit on the heat treat, um, and then I, I left one kind of blank. So we did a heat treat with his oven, and I was just you know just a little bit to compare. And I brought that home, and
4: it was he uh, was an awesome help.
1: You got a big shout out this week from Henshaw Blades, wasn't it?
4: Who did? There
1: was somebody this week that just threw out that you were, they thought you were doing some really good work. I don't know. Probably not me. <laughs> I don't know. It was Carter Kenny. Oh, yeah. Leading huh? Hand Customs. Yeah. Huh? Maybe you just get it so often that. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah. yes. Oh, maybe, yes. yeah, yeah, maybe uh,
0: yeah, Darcy? Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's who it
1: was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fuck he-
0: that hoser,
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: man, he does some really nice. Work. Fucking oh, crazy,
2: yeah, yeah. dude. Oh, his podcast is man. pretty good too. It was quite the life, I- <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, I, you uh, know what? Honestly, man, looking at his shop and some of his stuff, I'm like, like he he built his own power hammer and press and stuff like that, right? And when you look at that yeah. stuff, you're like, oh yeah. It was home built for sure. Like you could tell it was home yeah. built, right? You look at his his pipe axes and tomahawks, dude. There's there's no question as to the quality behind oh, those things, man. Dude. It's like, oh, yeah, holy fuck, man. Like, I I can't imagine. He, I don't know what he's selling them for, but. I can't imagine that he's actually making a lot of money selling those things, man, because he's probably got to put so much time and effort in towards it that in the long run, he's making like five bucks an hour or something. Right.
1: Dude. You know, when you, when you produce something again and again and again, your quality uh, rises and your time goes down. So, true, you know, and I mean, yeah, when you first start out, it's going to be a trudge, but when you, do it for the 500th time it's oh i'm just making my 500 five hundredth tomahawk pipe axe or whatever but
2: yeah and if if it's a constant flow too right i mean 100 yeah yeah yeah
4: he says uh say that, man.
2: we shoot. we've been shooting the shit a little bit here and there he likes my uh he likes my axes there so he says yeah. he's he doesn't have to look to, to sell his though <laughs> he's, he's got yeah. like a constant flow it's, it's where everybody yeah. would like to be eh yeah. well
4: yeah
1: you know Jesse Lambert is in that same position, so
0: okay. good for him. That's awesome. Yeah. You pounding everything out by hand, bud? Yes, sir. Yeah, no yeah. press, no no power hammer, nothing. No, eh?
2: no, not yet. I What's your go to
0: hammer? That. Come your your favorite hammer, bud? This is Nick Verbray's question, right there, bud.
2: Yeah, that's a good one. Um, actually, one of my recent ones is a go to one. You like that one? But uh, probably my most used is uh, about a four pounder. From uh, XB Forge. Oh, really? Oh, yes, yeah. Nice. yeah, yeah. No fucker does
0: That's a good fun. job. Yeah. Nice. Oh, good you, that. Good job. Awesome to hear that, man. There's.
4: Yeah. yeah.
0: I've I've heard uh, lots from XB in the recent history, uh, our recent past, I should say. Awesome. I'm happy. I'm happy to hear good things about his work, man. That yep. that. Yeah. I hope, I hope that makes you happy to hear that, Aaron. If you're listening, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Cheers. Yeah. Keep yeah. It up, man.
2: Actually, we did a little trade-off, too. It was good. I didn't pay too much for it. So that's why it. it's all about bartering, too, you know, meeting people. And, Perfect.
4: Yeah. Uh, uh,
2: okay. Actually, I think he probably gave me the probably biggest fucking challenge yet. <laughs> I don't think I told him that. But he had this, like, odd little shaped key starter, like, for his SUV. And it was old, and he couldn't replace it. So he's like, yeah, you want to make, like, a leather case for it? And it's, like, this fucking weird shaped thing. So I ended up doing it. But <laughs> oh,
4: great. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: There you go. That's a, that's a deal. <laughs> yeah, sure. a little leather work.
2: Oh, I threw him in a little yeah. bit, a little bit of cash here too. But, yeah. yeah,
1: excellent. So, um, what else? What other hammers do you got? What other, what other tools um, do you have? There's a lot actually, of tools. Actually, I
2: was actually I was thinking about it today too. Actually, I got a wicked score when I was in Ottawa. Um, I was always on Kijiji. There was a little bit extra cash. And there was a lady that was selling her, I think I don't know if her was like ex husbands or ex boyfriends' hammers. Anyways, she was selling the whole lot, maybe twelve hammers for like a like 150 bucks, eh? So I nice. opened up the I open up the pictures. There's there's five petting house hammers,
3: like not not even touched,
2: like brand spanking new. I'm like uh, I'm on my way, kind of thing. Oh so I went God. I went and picked those up. No haggling on the price, right? Like 150 bucks. I was you know I was killing it, so brought them home. Yeah. They're pretty nice. That's
1: awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good steal. (laughs) Oh, I had a, I had a student come in this weekend and he was telling me about a blacksmith in Pinoca, which is about, uh, less, a little less than an hour away from right here. It's called Pinoca. Pinoca. Yeah. That's what the Pinoca stampede is every year. I always thought it was Poconoke. Poconoke. No. (laughs) <laughs> That's my dyslexia. Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyways, sorry. A- anyways,
1: uh, older blacksmith broke his sternum, can't swing a hammer anymore. So he is selling off everything. He's, oh man, he was showing me pictures of tools and, uh, yeah, it, there's a lot of tools up there. Uh, so, tools. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's, you know, um, leg vices, and there's a 25-pound little giant there. There's hammers, and tongs, more hammers, more tongs, swage blocks, you name Kate, it, everything. Real
0: quick, real quick, you guys. Your shop's on fire right now. You have the ability to run inside and grab one item. What are you grabbing?
4: Ooh.
2: <laughs> I roll Ooh. up my bay door there. Just, like, push the 350-pound anvil over.
4: Because <laughs> that's all I can do with uh, it. <laughs> throw a strap around it to the truck
3: and drag oh, it out.
1: That's a tough one, dude. That's a it tough is, one. It is, I
0: know. Especially when your shop is loaded, dude. When you Once you start getting to the point where you've got lots of stuff in there. <sighs> I
4: don't
1: know. I'm starting to realize that a lot of these tools are replaceable. Like yeah. if you would have asked me a year what I wanted, what I would save, it would have been, um, it would have been my Canadian Giant. You know, if you would have asked me, um, I don't know, six eight months ago what it was, it would have been my Peter Wright. I mean, yeah. Now I'm starting to realize yeah you know I can get another one here.
4: I can get another one there. I can get another hammer here, but you know yeah so, so? uh
0: yeah no it's gotta be something Something's it's know? probably something sentimental now at this point, if that's the case oh
1: you know what, it would have to be the the little giant- or the Canadian giant power hammer i've just i've put too much work into it. And... You know, I've yeah, I've you know, fixed it and it's come a long way from where I first got it.
4: It's yeah, so I'm pretty sentimental about that. What about you? Yeah, I That can am hammer?
0: I I was oh. that one of my hammers was probably what I was thinking. Like if I could my hammer rack is actually sitting up against one of the overhead doors that I don't use. That doesn't count. Yeah. I just like try to like b- body check my hammer rack and knock it out. right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I, I can. No, I, Oh, that's a tough one, man. It is a, I don't know, man. I've got, a, there's a couple pictures that my, my kid is drawn that I've got in my shop from when mm. she was a little girl.
4: Yeah.
0: O- oddly enough, I think that's what I would want to save, dude. Oh. Did you say tool? Uh, yeah, did I you say did tool? say tool. Okay, yeah, you tool. Did uh, say tool. Fair, fair enough, fair enough.
3: Okay. That's, that's okay. a gimme. That's yep. a gimme.
4: <laughs>
0: huh. Hmm. I'm, based off the fact that insurance would actually replace almost any of that stuff in there probably i would yeah i would have to go with one of my hammers that i've personally made myself i th- think if i'm not mistaken there's one of my hammers in there that i've made with somebody else I'm trying to remember which one it is now i've got it written down on my list of all the things i've made that that's that would have to be the one i'd go for I'm Ham- hammer hmm. that i Collaborated on with with my buddy. Good Always choice. Good choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think that would have to be it. Yeah. Something like you said. Something well, like and anything can be replaced, right? Like, yeah. Maybe maybe my hydraulic press because it was I made it. It's mine, right from scratch. No plans. Nothing. Yeah. It was one hundred percent my deal, and. Having if I still had the hydraulic press, I'm building a forge is fucking easy. That yeah. hydraulic press took a lot of work to build it. Yeah. If I had if my if one of my tire hammers was going, I would say my tire hammer. I'd be like fucking tire hammer for sure. <laughs> build building that and ins- I don't know how does insurance cover things that you've homemade? How do they put a value on that stuff, right?
1: Well, you've got to document it. You've got to document what went into it, your hours, right? Yeah. Hours that you put into it, materials used
0: this might be a question a for you when it comes to starting your business, if you've already got an entire shop full of tools, yeah, you can't write those tools off to the business now, can you or can yeah you, you can sell you can sell them to the business yeah that's that's kind of what yeah. I was wondering is if you could do that, okay. Yeah. And and obviously at a ridiculous price so that your write-off cost is that much better, right? Yeah. <laughs> it has to be fair market value. Yeah. Yeah, yeah obviously. Yeah. Otherwise, Otherwise, you're called out. Yeah. 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 That sense. yeah. That makes sense. Oh, for sure. I was wondering how that was working out because I've, you know, spent, my, my wife is kind of giving me the gear. She's like, if you're going to go into business, don't be buying all this stuff before you go into business. Cause then you can't write it off because you've already bought it all. Yeah. And it's
2: like,
1: retain eh.
0: your, retain your
1: invoices,
4: retain your receipts, you know, and then sell it back to your company.
0: Yep. What's the, uh, what would you say is the biggest ticket item you've ever purchased for your shop, Carter?
4: Um,
2: honestly, not even that much, to be honest. I got uh, I got a big bandsaw, 14-inch throat, like a nice general.
1: Ooh, nice, yeah. Um, uh,
2: that a was vert- given to me. A
0: vertical? Yeah.
2: Yeah, nice. Yeah. nice. It's good for wood, yeah. It's good. I deal with a lot of wood. Um, yeah. Even steal that big anvil, for, like, that cost me 100 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The guy, he was, uh, he's quite cool. the guy. I appreciated that big time. I passed him a knife there and then some.
3: Yeah, for
4: sure. Yeah,
2: he knew too. They were they were on Kijiji for high price. He said, "No fuck if you're gonna use it, price is scrap." But I think he, can, I don't think he knew what the uh, scrap price was there. He calculated it there, It's like, <laughs> seventy bucks. Fuck. <laughs> I was like, "No, actually,
0: no, no, no uh, three hundred bucks in scrap price. That's right, dude." Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's one no, it's it's two seventy a ton now in Winnipeg. Yeah. A couple weeks ago, it was 180 a ton. Uh, ton, That's 2,000 pounds, right? So do the math on that. 2,000 kg, it's metric ton, right? No, 2,000 pounds. 1,000
4: kg. Okay. I'm going to shut up then. I could
0: be wrong. It's 2,000 pounds.
4: Yeah. For some reason, I always thought it was measured in kg.
0: I was gonna say I've got a receipt right here from the scrapyard, but I don't. I usually <laughs> can have them fucking somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I had, had one too. Stuff. Oh you ever hit the scrapyard up? To buy stuff? No, to sell yeah. taking scrap <laughs> taking scrap.
2: Uh like an odd here and there, but uh, a lot of the places around here, like some places I heard you can go in and buy a little bit here and there, but like they're super strict yeah. around here for selling to people.
0: Yeah, um, no, they yeah. yard here is like
2: no go. No go, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um but no here and there actually um uh, funny enough it's it's right beside the the exotic wood store I go to. So here and there I'll make sure to take a trip. <laughs> oh, right.
1: On. What yeah, do you yeah. uh what do you buy for exotic wood? Let's let's um,
2: compare wood. Oh, I've got uh, I've got <laughs> like I counted, I've got like 42 types of wood in my my shop. Holy oh,
4: oh, shit. Really? Buddy. What's uh, What's your
1: what's your rarest wood what's the
2: what's that um, one that is i
4: just... don't know if
2: i say it right but it's lit that's like oh, the, the like hardest vinte. hardest wood. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Got a nice big piece yeah. like that oh it's hard that's like steel almost Yeah. well i've got i've got a yeah. decent pile i've got a bunch of burl there too i've got uh, i've got all the setup for stabilizing i just got to boot myself in the arse to do that too tell me
0: about right it on. yeah yeah you know. I bought a vacuum chamber to start doing it. And to be honest, I'm like, I'm not happy with myself now anymore about buying it because I'm like, why why did you do this, dude? There's guys that do stabilizing for a decent deal. You're not going to save a shit ton of money by doing it yourself versus the time that you're going to have to put in towards it it's not what I want to be doing. I don't want to be doing woodworking really necessarily. I mean, I partially somewhat, but at the same time, it's like, no, I'd really like to keep my focus on my metalworking. Not
3: right.
0: I, I've already stretched myself thin by dabbling in blacksmithing and welding, start adding woodworking to that. And it's going to be like, Holy fuck, buddy. Like, I'm going to yeah. need three separate shops, man. <laughs> yeah, Dude, As it these, is, I'm these... already starting to fall into that. Yeah.
4: Yeah. That's like me and leather work. I've already found, fell down both holes there, so it's <laughs> it's getting pretty deep.
0: <laughs> do you separate your grinding room at all or your grinding area?
2: Um, No, I've got to do a little bit more in my shop. I've got like a hot end. And then sure. my other, yeah, like my anvil, my, my vice, my block. And then the other end's just my, my bench.
0: How big is your shop?
2: Uh it's like twenty twenty four by twenty four, pretty much. Oh yeah. Nice, uh, nice. heated he floor too. Oh, which whoa. which kinda of, which kinda of in the long run, if I wanna go for hammer or shit, I like, isn't good, right? So
0: yeah, no. yeah. But, Unless you uh, can find a spot on the floor. Uh see uh guy here local Yoan Bardell. He got in-floor heat put in his shop, but he he built the shop. He designed and built the shop himself, and he actually left a four-foot gap on an entire side of his shop that doesn't have in-floor heating. So he, oh, okay. if he wants to, he can cut yeah. a four-foot slab oh, okay. for that entire length. He's only oh, going to yeah. do a small portion in, in his mind is for the power hammer, but yeah, you yeah. definitely want to be isolating those two. Slabs oh, from each other, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Last thing you want to be doing is sending a lot of vibrations into the in-floor heating. Yeah, but I've got a got another double bay everywhere. garage.
2: Oh yeah, that would really be right. good. You got another garage? Got... Yeah, yeah, I've got another double bay.
4: <laughs> what? Oh,
2: yeah, nice. and actually, one of the corners is like breaking, so maybe I'll just kind of set the power hammer there. No. <laughs> I'm I'm far away from that.
0: Just go cut yeah. out the the cement. Oh, that's so, yeah, what I've yeah. got
4: to do that. Yeah.
0: So, cool. Ah, oh, you gotta, you gotta get set. Is so? Is the shop separate from the house, and the other garage is attached? Or yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's nice. I got the same setup going on, man. Here, nice. pretty much. There right you. On. Fucking nice having that shop on your property, not attached to the house. Oh. You yeah. know, how how far away from the house is the shop?
4: Uh, probably looking at like. Uh,
0: Maybe twenty twenty feet nice, nice yeah. mine's mine's a little bit further, which actually kind of makes up a, a pain in the ass because it's like you know, oh, I forgot something in the house, I got to when it's minus forty, it fucking sucks, or if it's pouring yeah. rain outside, it fucking sucks, right, you could dump on a
2: snow or something too,
0: yeah, 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 well, usually if it's dumping snow, it's usually not that cold outside if it's no. yeah. yeah. Right, so it's not too bad.
2: Probably a but... little bit more
0: of a more of a path to clean, though. Yeah, yeah. And you get s- snow in the shoes and stuff. Then they come in a nice, f- nice warm forge, and it starts melting and getting into your shoe. <laughs> and then you got wet socks. And yeah, yeah, that does suck. Okay, <laughs> that yeah, okay, Canada.
1: Yeah. But... Eh? First world, first world blacksmith problems. So that's what that <laughs> yes. is. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. God, I. Can't imagine what third world blacksmithing problems are like. Rick, do you do you follow uh, Heretic blacksmithing? Ooh,
2: no, actually doesn't
0: sound familiar. He's, heretic, uh, yeah, Heretic blacksmith. He's out of uh, Africa. Okay. Uh, I Don't remember where exactly in Africa, but dude, man, the videos and the pictures he shares of what he does and deals with it's like holy fuck I can't imagine I can't even imagine it, dude.
3: Pretty like rough. that's
0: such a different life than what mm. we're living, man. So much different. Oh, yeah. uh, not blacksmithing in freaking sandals for crying out loud. Mm. Oh, on a their 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 anvil was it looked like a a bar of steel that they were using for their anvil. It's like pretty amazing, man. Yeah. And then. Uh, Having to deal with health problems and stuff like that, living in a third world country gets pretty dicey yeah. too. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's another thing that you'll see on his Instagram if you go follow him. He's uh, his mom, his dad, both falling into health issues, and him trying to be there for his mom and dad. And
4: right, right,
0: you know, we're pretty fucking lucky in Canada, man. Oh, big time. You oh, you yeah. don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Hurt in the shop. And you, over to the ER and they take care of you, right? Yeah. yeah kind of. Well, I've heard that heard that things have been getting a little dicey there lately. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, there's a little bit of a lineup in the, the old ER nowadays. Yeah, yeah,
0: nowadays, it yeah. is. Eh? I don't know what what happened there, but hey, politics. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no,
1: we're not talking about that. Um so actually we kind of hit on this a little bit in the last couple of episodes that we have for, for been forgetting to talk about what we've been building in the shop. So, well, oh. what have you been doing in your shop?
0: Uh well, not a lot honestly. <laughs> I freaking <laughs> tore a muscle in my calf uh 2 weeks ago now almost. What day is it today? Thursday. Yeah. 2 weeks to two the weeks. day. Yeah. I I had Friday booked off as uh just to take a chill day because we were going to go snowboarding on the weekend. I got home from work Thursday, went to go take the dog for a walk. I literally took like two steps out my driveway and all of a sudden it was like this pop feeling in the back of my leg almost fell to the ground. Like the, the pain, the instant pain was just like. Holy fuck. It felt like somebody like ran behind me and like hit me with a baseball bat in the leg or something mm-hmm. like that. It was just like, what the fuck? What just happened? Oh my God, I can't walk. Like I wanted to go step on and I like literally almost fell to the ground, had to catch myself from falling over on my, on my hands or whatever, standing on one leg, sta- push myself back up on one leg and then had to hop back to my house on one leg as oh, my,
3: gross.
0: as I, as I'm like cry- crying, screaming,
3: Stazer!
0: help the dog the dog's running away i can't walk go get up and she's like what are you talking about get up and... i can't my leg it's fucked she's like oh shit and just she she books it after the dog catches catches the dog him, bring, brings him home and and i'm like almost in tears not because of the pain but because of the fact that now i've got to tell my daughter we can't go snowboarding this weekend and i'm sorry dad just hurt himself yeah and then uh I didn't think it was that bad. Well, a couple of days into it and I'm like, no, it's fucking bad. And it was a long weekend. We had Monday off because of yeah. it being family week or whatever family weekend. So I got, a, I, got I, have, I figured oh, I've got a long weekend to recover. Um, I had a doctor's appointment on Monday for a different reason. And I went to see my doctor on Monday and he's like, no, dude, you need to stay off your leg for a week. I'm giving you a doctor's note. Don't go to work for the rest of the week. Stay home. Yeah. Ice it. Heat. Alternate heat and ice. Stretch it a little bit, but don't be aggressive on stretching. I'm like, all right, all right. Took the week off of work, and uh, by the weekend, I was like, okay, yep, yeah, I can, I can do things or whatever. I went in the shop Friday night, and I sat at the striking anvil because the striking anvil is nice and low, and right. I. Textured out about five, six roses. I textured out six roses, just sitting at the anvil, music blasting, and I just sit there, ting, 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 for like four hours, probably. Not, I, I probably, I probably should have been doing that all week, but I wasn't. I just freaking wallowing in my misery instead. So I got got those done Friday night. Then Saturday, uh, fuck. What did I work on on Saturday? I worked on something else. Oh, I had two hammerheads that had been sitting in vermiculite, and so I, I have a big fifteen-gallon barrel that I have filled with vermiculite and uh, wood ash. That's that's what I use for doing my um, normalizing. Not You're no annealing? Annealing, yeah. thank you. I, was, I forgot yeah. the word. Thank you. Annealing. I do my annealing in that bucket. Wood ash is awesome for annealing, dude. It fuck it it packs tight around there and it holds that heat good. And then that, oh, really? that, that vermiculite in there keeps it from getting too tight and it allows you to like fish around and then find your stuff still without it packing like a right. fucking brick. So that's that's what I use for annealing. Is that? And I had two hammerheads and that had been sitting in that bucket for like a year, dude. Oh, jeez! I
1: think they're annealed. I like they're annealed. <laughs> right?
0: Yeah. Well, I don't. Know. Yeah. I mean, the they're they're probably cooled kind of, down enough to touch them. Probably. That's that's kind of what I was thinking. I was like, yeah they're probably okay yeah. by now. So you got a lot of surprises yeah. like that. Eh? <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> totally he, forgot about them and remember for some reason pull them out. Yeah.
1: Just out of curiosity, do you ever anneal just by like heat something up in your forge and then you just shut off the gas and just let it sit there overnight?
0: Just let it sit in the forge overnight? I have have before, but um, I don't know why, but I'm just I don't like my forge being hot when I'm not in there. I try to get my forge cooled off as much as possible before I walk out of my shop. I leave, oh really? Like, I turn the gas off and I leave the fan running. I, I used to not do that, and Steve Dupra kind of gave me shit. And he's like, "Well, dude, that's a you're walking out with that. That's hot still, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like things could happen. I don't know if you want to be risking that." And I was like, "Man, never really thought uh, about that. You know, yeah, like so you. now. Like I used to leave my hoses and everything hooked up to the forge and just I'd shut it off." walk away I would even I would even shut the door on the forge to try to keep the heat in the forge because I figured the longer that heat stayed in the forge it would just radiate into the shop and keep the shop warmer right right well that heat can travel up into your hose and start melt degrading your hose on you and degrading your if you've got o-ring fittings at all quick right. disconnects and stuff like that, then it can start degrading that stuff. So you got to, you got to keep in mind that kind of stuff. Um, if you've got a blower fan, that's the biggest thing you have to take into consideration is that heat will back travel to your blower fan and start degrading your blower on you big time. Right. Right. And warp your blades. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So cook your winding. If there's any sort of plastic, Fittings within that motor, depending on the motor oh, yeah. fan you've got, okay. right? Oof. Yep. So you gotta yeah. be conscious of that kind of stuff. Essentially, is so. No, I don't. Yeah, I, never, I don't do that anymore.
1: I never thought of it that way, but I I do that from time to time. And uh, I mean, I've got a whole bunch of perlite.
4: Wood ash is pretty easy to get. So, yep. Yeah.
0: Wood ash is yeah. really easy to get. Well, wow. I can't remember where I learned that from. The wood ash, I think it was from, um, the book, The Art of Blacksmithing by Alex Beeler. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so then I, yeah, I cleaned up those hammerheads, took them to the grinder, and kind of cleaned up any deformities on them. And right. and after I was done that, I looked at them and I was like, oh yeah, I remember why I forgot that these were in there for a year. Cause they fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> fucking crooked eye, offset eye. I'm uh, like, oh boy, I just, <laughs> I just wasted my time cleaning these up. So they're they're uh-huh. sitting there on the on the bench now. And uh, after I did that, I had an S cam sitting on the shelf that I decided had like a three inch nub of the shaft left on it, and I thought to myself. I'm going to start squishing this nub down and I think it'll like kind of form out into a tray. If I squish it properly and kind of create like a little bit of an ashtray and in the long run, I'm not happy with it whatsoever. It looks like shit, but it was a fun, fun little learning process, learning how, with so okay, trying to squish something out with a large round die on the press only goes so far, right? Like the press can only put right. so much psi into, into a hot metal, right? Well, yeah. if you've got a smaller section of round, it will push way more because now it's less psi, right?
4: Or more focus, more, focused
0: more, more, it'd actually be more psi, sorry, it'd be more psi because yeah. more pounds per square inch, less. Less, less surface. Uh, less, less surface area, less surface so more pounds per yeah. that surface area, right? Yes, that's right. my bad. Um, so...
1: I knew what you were saying.
0: Stepping, stepping up the sizes of the tooling, starting on a small tool to initiate it, and then moving into larger pieces instead of starting with the large piece that you want for your final form. Start with mm-hmm. small and start squishing out the form from a small to a larger. And, dude, you can do it in, like, a couple of heats. You try to yeah. do it from the big form in one, one heat, you'll be fucking back. And I was, man. I was trying the large form at first, and I was like, this is fucking going nowhere. What the fuck? Well, let's grab this little freaking 3 eighths punch and create a 3-8 hole, and then I move from that 3-8 to a 3-quarter, and then from that 3-quarter yeah. to a... One and a half, and then from the one and a half to a two, from the two up to like a three, then to a four. It was like, yeah, well, that was a lot easier. What the fuck?
1: way, way easier?
0: Yeah, so that was that was my learning process. Something that uh, hopefully somebody else can take a little bit from, but that was that was my week. What about you, Nick? What were you doing?
1: Uh, so we had class on Monday, Tuesday was just running around getting supplies and all that kind of stuff and then yesterday i locked myself in the forge and i started making damascus so i've got six billets made and uh they're all flat and ready to be made into knives we're getting ready for the uh red deer outdoor sportsman show so we're you know making knives and i've got to make some I've got to make some camping tools and all that kind of stuff. So that's the kind of the idea for next week is to gear up for the camp, for the outdoor show. Cool. And then uh, we'll be doing that. So, and we already have our fancy new pens as we
4: <laughs> all showed off
1: earlier. So yeah, no, it's going to be good. <laughs> and uh, yeah, more classes this week. We've got 35 people in this week, 30, no, 37 people in this week.
0: Wow, so, buddy, that's uh, cool, man. That's so yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's most
1: weeks. <laughs> that's awesome. <Really? laughs> yeah, and we drink beer every day in the shop. Which, well, <laughs> after the machines are shut off, after the machines are shut off, that's when that's when the beer comes out. So
2: yeah, it's great.
1: It's good times. What about you, Carter? Any projects going on right now?
2: Um, yeah, like I said, I probably I might do a couple of little layered things maybe this weekend. Do a little bit yeah. more of that last weekend was just dabbling into uh, a little bit of forge welding these axes there and getting a little bit more of a comprehension on the, like, the temperature and all that
4: and yeah
0: yeah it up a
4: little bit yeah
0: You're doing and the wrap dive
4: on
2: those um actually i started out my first ones were like that a couple of rasps but these ones um as i was cutting my uh my blanks i just did a little slit in them yep and oh. then uh and then you see yeah, i the slit open a bit there and
4: yeah yeah
2: like some, uh, a couple like broadheads, I guess you'd
4: call them. Oh, right. Uh, what do yeah. you, Or bearded, uh, bearded, sorry. bearded, yeah,
0: yeah. What are you using for the tool bit?
2: Uh, 51 or leaf spring, yeah. So treated like 5160.
0: Uh, yeah, I like yeah. how you backtracked
2: on it there, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll pretty much use stuff,
1: Yeah, yeah. you're you big on internet. using, you're you big on using used
2: you steal or just recycle recycle even yeah. uh i got a buddy actually just lives right next to me he's uh, i know a lot of racing around here so okay. uh, apparently they're they're their old style of vehicles they had torsion like spring torsion bars to just like yeah. really take really take off but they yep. they switched out from those styles so i've got a pile of like 50 shafts. 50
3: nice. oh, nice. Like like actually like they're
2: all labeled Good. like manufacturer so i checked out their oh, site right yeah uh, they call it aircraft chrome vanadium. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Jackpot.
0: <laughs> yeah, no kidding, yeah. man.
2: So I'll work on a good knife for that guy. And
0: uh. Yeah. I remember hmm. 6150's come up in, our, in the podcast before with somebody else. They, they mentioned that okay. they had that tool steel, and they, they were like, dude, yeah, you want fucking good tool steel. Yeah, some nice stuff. Huh? Yeah. Uh. What is it? 6150? Yeah. Yeah not 5160 but 6150. Yeah. Okay. You were mentioning before we started, I believe, you do all your own tools as well, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. So did you made your own drifts for doing axes and stuff?
2: Actually, I've like a, I've got a good fully loaded arsenal. The uh the only two things that I I straight away I wanted to buy. Actually, sorry, just one really was a hammer eye drift. Mhm. I got one from Front Step Forge, like the big the beast, right? Like you can go from small hammers oh, yeah. to uh, yeah, yeah,
0: H thirteen.
2: Um, actually, I don't know. I forget. Actually, I think it was forty-one forty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He does. He like does that. either H H1, one H thirteen or forty-one forty for those. Yeah.
2: Actually, kind of funny got... story. Funny story too. He was uh, apparently I think his secretary was out or something, so he was taking care of the shipments. <laughs> So, a Friday, I come home and I see the long box by my door. I'm just like, yeah, the hammer drift, make some hammers. And then, like, Monday comes around, I get home, there's like the same long box by my door. I'm just like, what? (laughs) So, I open up the second box. He ended up shipping me a second one. I was like, uh, I messaged him, like, yeah, dude, I think you made a boo boo here. (laughs) So, he ended up giving me, uh, like, like 20 bucks off or something. So, I ended up buying a hot cut off him. So, like
1: okay, oh, I want
2: to buy, buy another little
1: duel, so yeah. Cool. That is yeah. some good marketing on Sean's part right there. <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah. Yeah,
2: here's a little credit. Maybe you'll spend it with me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Awesome. A good way to go. Yeah. Oh,
2: he's he's an awesome guy. I like Oh, no, for sure. He pumps out yeah. some awesome work.
0: Yeah, I am yeah, hammer drift as well, then I picked up one Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm really
1: fortunate that I only live about an hour and a half away from him. So.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Actually, you're... I've got... Sorry, go to... ahead. Stuff
4: from him,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, sure did. Yeah, and uh, I've got a dog's head hammer from him and a bunch of tongs. Sick. Yeah, he does awesome work. Yeah. Actually, speaking of someone else that does awesome work, Chris Green. I'm going to... I've booked in for a class with Chris Green. Nice. So, yeah, um, one of my... Well, Julia, the other shop person, and I, we're going to spend three days with him in early May. So, second,
4: third, so, fourth. And
3: he's yeah, local?
1: Man. Yeah, he's in Calgary.
3: He, okay, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: That guy is next level when it comes yeah. to knife making. Check out Black Cap Metals. He is yeah. just, he is good. He's really good. So, yeah. And it's going to be fun to get to hang out with him for a few days. So, yeah, that'll be good.
0: We had him on the podcast. Before. Yeah. Was that he like, was one of your first guys? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, so six or something. Well,
1: yeah, something like that. Yeah, uh, no, episode, two.
0: <laughs> there episode two, there you go. Yeah, I
1: thought it was one or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. me and the uh, sports side chat nerd that I am, apparently.
0: So, I wonder if yeah. he's uh, I wonder if he's planning on hitting up uh, Can Iron this year. Uh, you you planning yeah. on hitting up Can Iron, dude? It's in your neck of the woods.
2: Yeah, I'm definitely going to try to. Um, the uh, What's the other one to the Great Lakes show? Yeah. Great. Lakes I'd really like to get to that
0: yeah. one too. Yeah. Yeah. I. I'm not, not exactly happy that I missed out on it last year, ran into some emergency situations at, uh, at home that I had to give up my flight and all the plans that I had for going out yeah. there. But, uh, you know, I was thinking, well, I'll just hit it again. I'll hit it this year. Then if I missed it last year, No. No, not happening because Cannern is like the week after or the week before one or the other. Oh. Uh, so There's no way I'm hitting up Toronto for that oh. entire period of time. I just no. have no interest in being there that long. And yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. There you so go. One or the other and Canarn is definitely way hotter on my list than when I show just because yeah. of who I am. Right. I'm yeah. Yeah, looking forward to seeing David Robertson there and and Rob Martin and Peter next dude. Jenkins is supposed to be demoing there and I don't know. Man, dude, Brad Millman. Man. Like fuck, dude. That poor guy. He's supposed to be a demonstrator at Canar in this summer and I don't know if he's going to be demonstrating, man. He just had a real bad fall, broke his hip in a few places, broke his knee oh, more. Yep. He's he's still in the hospital. He just posted oh, okay. that his his uh his wife brought his dog by to visit him, which was a a big lifter of the spirits for him and I feel so bad for the dude. I like oh, I don't know, I reached out to a few people and I I mentioned the fact that maybe there's Maybe there's something that we can do for him. Try to to set up a raffle for him of some sort. So like uh, I know like uh Nick Tobin did a raffle for his sister recently. Yeah. Uh, sister in law. Yeah. yeah. Sister in law, yeah. And uh sister, come on now. Yeah. in law. <laughs> I don't I don't play that game. Bre- man. brother and sister in law, how they're, about that? They're yeah. fucking they're fucking family, dude. That's all that matters. Yeah. That's right. And uh Yeah, and now now there's one going on for our man uh, Neil Warren at Maximus Knives. That's uh, he's in a in a situation there, having to look after his his child full time and quitting his job so that he can be at home full time with his kid, and then try to set up a shop at home so that he can try to make some money while he's looking after his kid, working at home type. Yeah, yeah. That's a complete flip of his life, big time, out of nowhere for him. lots of people in the community reaching out to help out for that. I got a rose I whipped up for that when I, you know, I, I posted that recently.
1: You know, those, those points in your life where you have to make a decision and it's either sink or swim. And that's where you build your successful business from. Cause you don't have a choice to, f- but you know, your choice is, you know, either succeed or you starve to death or you lose your house or you, you know, that's where you really that's where you really push right, so oh, I it's, said it it's a rough hard it's yeah oh yeah, and i'm i'm it's a rough bit for him, but I'm really pushing for all the success in the world for him because that's his choice, succeed or don't, and don't succeed is not an option, so you gotta push hard
0: yeah he's honestly dude brad's all like. As far as I know, he's already in that situation before this fall, dude. He was already in this make it or break it scenario. And then this happens and it's like, holy (laughs) fuck, dude. Holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. uh, I feel like maybe maybe I'm saying too much or something. I don't know. It's not my story to be talking about necessarily, but. Yeah. If anybody's listening to this and has a big heart and is interested in helping Brad out, reach out to me and uh, let's talk about it. See what we can do.
3: Yeah,
0: I'd like to like to see the guy get uh, get back on his feet. This is going to be a big hit. So, do for him.
4: I got a bunch Um, of leather kicking around. Really your wallet or something. Or a couple yeah. wallets, do a
0: little raffle. Yeah, that's us set something up. I uh, more than willing to throw a rose, throw a rose down for the man. It's my uh, my hot ticket item lately. It seems like so.
3: Yeah,
0: if, uh, if we can rally the community a little bit for him, I think it would.
1: Uh... It wouldn't be a bad thing. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah for exactly. sure. Yeah.
4: Right on. Got something positive to end it on? A dad joke, maybe guys.
1: I'm not a dad. <laughs> you know what? Oh, what? Uh, actually, you know, you were talking about going to the doctor here a little while ago. Uh-huh. Right? I uh I had to go to the doctor here very recently. And I got some a little bit of upsetting news. Um doctor said, Nick, you you have to stop masturbating. I said, "Why?" He said, "Because I'm trying to examine you." Did I'm dumb? Yeah.
2: Got a hot doctor?
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> just he, he's just average I just, looking.
0: I think.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: didn't I just tell you that joke the other day? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> 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 uh, I, I totally don't have a dad joke ready to go at all. <laughs> Nothing. My my mind is blanked on that one, mm. bud. Sorry. Uh, well, Carter, dude. I mean, we could keep on talking for another hour easily here. I don't yeah, know. It's uh, should should we, we maybe a... talk about the Twiller linseed oil? Well, we did. We, we brought no, them we up. Kind of did. Yeah,
1: but man, they make some really nice products. They're yeah, and I,
0: I was just talking to Dawson the other day, and he says, "You guys, what's going on? Things have slowed down here. You're not pushing me hard enough. Get get on <laughs> it. I, I I need the push." So you know what, people, get over to, to com and help this yeah. boy out. This is a small family run business out of Saskatchewan, growing processing and packaging right out of their fucking home, dude. Yeah.
1: That, uh, Lin wax looks awesome. I need to get me some of that stuff.
0: The Lin shield. uh,
1: Lin shield. Yeah. 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 And the, uh, the, um, iron oxide paint that he's going to be starting to produce that barn red with linseed oil. That is, that looks awesome. I just wish I had a barn to paint.
0: Well, I mean, you could paint like your deck or something like that. I suppose I could, yeah, yeah. It's like, not a bad idea. There's options.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I I am very quickly trying to find a dad joke. I've ran over to my go-to guy, <laughs> Chris, Chris <laughs> Dixon, man. <laughs> This, oh, this, Chris! Yeah, Chris is going to take a class
1: with us here pretty soon.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I'm looking forward to that. He's he's a character man that oh yeah, constantly cracking jokes. I, I yeah. love it. Uh, washing dishes sucks. Eat here. <laughs> Yeah, huh. I was hoping what, to end it uh, on something funny there. Come on, jeez. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't got a picture of me naked. Otherwise, I would fucking fill the button.
1: Oh, dude.
0: That would do it. Or it would just scare, scare everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: there we go. A bunch of big, burly men getting naked on camera. That's just not
0: right. <laughs> I've got an idea. Oh. So let's, <laughs> let's throw the sheepskin on this. You know right. the Bob and Doug McKenzie outro, intro, Carter? The little cuckoo there. Oh, you you know it. Actually, I don't know if I can do it off the top of my head like that. <laughs> oh. Nick, follow me up, buddy. All
3: right. It's
0: actually Karoo Karoo?
1: Yeah. Can I say it wrong? Have I been saying it wrong for all these years? I've I've been
4: saying it wrong
0: for a very long time too, dude.
4: And I actually even I even
0: told Justin that he was doing it wrong and he's like, oh really? I thought I was doing it right and then I got this Bob and Doug McKenzie book, and oh. it actually says it in the book like that. And I was like, "Well, fuck me, it in it wrong for all along."
4: <laughs> wow, yeah. Oh, what a hoser! <laughs> what a hoser! <laughs> <what a hosier. laughs> no don't,
1: don't
0: don't kidding. Take off. There's oh, dude. Um, Nick actually Verbrae just sent me a thing about the new beer taxes in ontario what? and it was fucking bob and doug mckenzie talking about how no we don't need any more beer taxes in canada uh all this other <laughs> stuff man <laughs> it was it was good dude it was fucking funny as fuck i wonder that's awesome that's awesome Mm-mm. Dude, me and Nick are like literally back and forth on a regular basis, sharing videos of the stupidest fucking shit. I, love, I absolutely love it. I can't get enough of the guy, man.
2: The, the internet's good for that. Yeah. yeah
1: how's how's he doing? Have you heard anything? Is there is he is he doing better?
0: I haven't asked him. Yeah that exact question because I'm just not too sure if that's is that is that right to ask somebody that at this stage? Do I give him space? I don't know. Like I am concerned about him. He's become a good friend of mine. Well there you go.
1: I th- I think that answers it right there. He's a good friend of yours. You're con you're concerned about what's going on so yeah I, I i think that you're justified in asking him hey if you feel comfortable how are you feeling you know i i man as a friend i i'd want to hear that i'd want to know that my friend wants to know my state of mind and how i'm doing and True enough. And, and i can just speak on behalf of me i never met the guy and I hope to be able to talk to him someday, but I really hope he's doing better. Um he had a lot of guts to stand up and say that something was wrong and he needed help and yeah, I I hope that he's finding it and I hope that he's feeling better because
4: he's a talent and he this world needs him.
0: So, there you go. I need him, that's for sure. You can well him
4: <laughs> there you go
1: right on anything uh anything else in your world there carter
2: uh no not too much just kind of it by day there yeah did, the I ask, is, yep.
0: did i ask you if you had yeah i asked you if you had worked with any other blacksmiths as yeah. far as like a learning process goes yeah, yeah. You did the YouTube stuff. Where else have you learned your blacksmithing from?
2: Um, well, I mean, a little bit ties into uh, to my industry itself there, but um, mm. yeah, like the heat treat was like I said with with Hal. He kind of gave me a little bit more of a run through. A um, little bit of books here and there, but mostly just like trial and error. Watch
4: a lot of Black Bear.
3: Wow. Oh yeah.
4: Oh, I love Black Bear for John.
3: Oh,
1: John is so good.
4: Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Even his filming too, he's pretty awesome. Yeah.
0: I don't know, man. I I was watching YouTube religiously. It was like my thing every night before bed, half an hour of YouTube blacksmithing video. I did that for like two years. And Black Bear was one of the go-tos for sure. Got to Mm -hmm. a point where I was like, I feel like I'm starting to like repeat a lot of information and I feel like I I feel like even John was starting to realize that there was it was like what what do I do next you know like that's kind of I I felt like he was in a position of like what else can I show you guys like I'm starting to to struggle with finding things to show to show people on YouTube right and I was right around then that I kind of fell out of watching youtube all the time and I, I ever since then i just like haven't really been into youtube speaking of which fuck we missed it but we didn't miss it cuz we're still recording song of the week oh yeah dude what have you been listening to That's, yeah carter
1: what have you been listening to in the forge
2: um i like kind of listen to whatever um i put on a little bit of kings of leon
4: nice oh there uh, you go Yes, what's, your, what's
0: your what's your favorite song?
2: Uh, "Crawl," "Crawl" by Kings of Leon. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, listen to them and a little bit of Queens of the Stone
4: Age too. Queens is uh, one of my favorite. Nice. Movies. Yeah, yeah, nice. Uh, them at Rockfest.
0: What about you, Nick?
4: Dude, I've been listening to Tool. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: I've been listening to some Tool the last couple of days here. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's between forty six and two and schism.
4: I don't know. Schism, (laughs) yeah.
1: Forty six and two is really good too. Forty six and two. That's that's it.
0: That's that's it. Yep,
1: that's it.
0: Well, what I have been listening to a lot lately is kind of whack. I will be able to pull a song from it. But what I've been listening to a lot lately is um, Grand Theft Auto Radio. <laughs> so. San Andreas? Um, Vice City. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Vice City yeah. Flash FM, dude. It oh, dear. <laughs> the, the commentary on there is Fucking hilarious. The music choices are fucking spot on. Oh, yeah. And yeah. uh one of the first ones that comes up is Gloria. Who the fuck sings it now? I'm trying to find it real quick here. I can't remember who sings the song. Oh, uh
1: that was um
0: Gloria. That's uh she just passed away.
4: Oh no way. Wasn't it? Wasn't it um uh no never mind i think i may have i thought it was oh man Laura Branigan
0: yes yeah
4: there you go i thought it was uh oh what's her face from Greece
0: Oh, she just passed yeah, away too. She just passed away. Yeah. yeah. Did Laura, yeah. Laura Branigan just pass away as well? I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh, hey, look at that. It came out in 1982, same year as Born. Oh, buddy. Crazy. Yeah. So uh, that's my choice, Gloria by Laura Branigan. La- and last week's uh, music choice oh. also came from that same playlist. Um, we didn't speak about our choice list last week with Paul. And I reached out to Paul afterwards and I was like, you got to give me a, a choice. And he's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> he's, he's just like straight up was like, no, I'm not. No. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. So hey, Nick, what's your, what's your choice? And what did you choose again? Metallica? Was it Metallica? You yeah. Chose? yeah. No, was it? I can't remember now, to be honest.
1: I think it might've been, I think it might've been. You're right. Yeah. yeah. And then mine was, uh,
0: easy lover. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
0: that's a good song, buddy. It's a good song. song, good fucking song. Yeah, yeah.
1: What's the thing that motivates you in the forge?
0: Ooh, good question.
2: Um, yeah. well, right now, I mean, fucking keeping this house there for the last five years, it's starting to get fucking strain on me. I mean, it's yeah. I I I don't want it just to pay for itself there, really. But you know, just having the appreciation of people looking at your craftsmanship and yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. As a as a tradesman, right? It's there. It's in my blood there through the family and you know, just... yeah.
1: Yeah. No, that's awesome. That's really
0: good. Yeah. Where do you get your motivation from? Uh.
1: Well. Part of it there's there's that part of my motivation that is I cannot let my business fail. There's that. Uh, And the other motivation is I want to see if I can do this. I want to see if I can build this. I want to see if I can, you know, um, when I've got a customer that comes to me and says, hey, I want you to build this. Somebody just called, well, I just got an email last night about a 11 to 12 inch Damascus Kukri with uh, Fuller's. And I was like, yeah, okay. I can do that.
4: Yeah, so
1: figured You're out done, a price.
0: You done? I've built it before. I've
1: uh, no, but I've I've I I got it figured out. I got it figured out. I got it figured out.
0: you gonna machine them
1: in, or I'll grind them. Uh, in. I've got a yeah, so machine. I've them. got a uh,
0: yeah, yeah. I'll machine them in. Grinding yeah. is an a process of machining. Yes, you are correct, yeah, so
1: yeah, so, yeah, I might rough them in and then and then
4: grind them in from there. We'll see, fun of or. the idea of forging
0: um
4: of, of, of forging, forging a fuller,
0: yeah, oh. it's it's too hard for it to be it, to make it symmetrical m- yeah yeah, accurate, it's so yeah. hard to make it accurate yeah. Too. Yeah. Whereas machining it, it's fucking simple. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever so. put any fullers in your work, Carter?
2: No, actually, just thinking about it now. I'll have to tackle that mm-hmm. too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I tried on a rail spike knife back in the day, dude. And yeah, it's not. Even even machining them in, it's not easy, dude. Oh, yeah. See, so no.
1: you, you think maybe I should uh, maybe practice on something else that's not a big old oh, chunk I'll,
0: in the basket? I would definitely <laughs> practice it first, dude.
1: Ah, That's screw great.
0: it. I'm just gonna do it. What yeah, yeah let's just go waste a fucking piece of Damascus. Yeah. Pff. Make the make worst that can happen here. <laughs> there's there's no failures in knife making. You just make yeah. it a smaller knife. That's
4: <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> uh
2: what type of Damascus no, What type of Damascus you
4: pump out usually?
1: I'm just doing some i i don't know i'd i keep my layer count fairly low right around anywhere between fifty and seventy layers, so I think that's you know you get to see lots of of um you know there's lots of color in it and there's lots of 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 contrast of, and it's you know it's not too high of a layer count where you start losing the pattern yeah
4: so, yeah so
1: yeah, that's usually where I am.
4: Yeah. What
0: about I you? I did Where? Damascus recently, dude, for my first time. Yeah. And kind of my first time. I did copper Damascus before with mild and copper, but I don't. It's yeah. different, right? But kind yeah. of not really. But anyway, so I took bandsaw blade and um strapping metal strapping. Yeah. And what was it? nine layers a nine layer stack forge well them together it forge welded, it forge well like nothing i couldn't believe it i was like holy fuck yeah that was fucking easy they're together it, it, okay uh-huh. that was that okay now what and like well let's let's try twisting it so i it was a square bar at that point and i took the square bar and twisted the square bar and then I once that was once I had done that, it opened up a couple delaminations on me, and I was like, oh shit, maybe I shouldn't have done that. So I took the angle grinder to it and I ground off all the delaminations I could. Yeah, and it left me with this like weird kind of like uh, spiral drill bit kind of looking thing. Mm -hmm. Well, I took what was left of that, brought it up to forge welding temperature again, and then hammered it into back into square once it was yeah. in square then i put it under the press and i for i brought it flat to like a like a like a flat billet again down to like i don't know quarter yeah, yeah. inch or something like that when i the last few times that i pulled it out of the forge dude you could i let just let it cool on the bench and the scale popped off and it was like the the pattern was like yeah, popping, dude. I couldn't believe how much that pattern yeah. was popping at that point. That's normal? Yeah. 100%. Okay. 100%. Yeah, Because I yeah, showed cool, eh? Steve Cornelson a picture of it, and he's like, dude, how'd you get your pattern to pop so good? Would you etch it? And I was like, that's not etched. That's just straight out of the forge like that, dude. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. I wasn't too sure if that was normal. From, I find, I find from the you, conversation, it wasn't. But If you
1: break off that oxidation scale, you'll see that pattern all the time
0: yeah okay, okay. Yeah. And you could like i'd feel it too like there was oh yeah on along it okay okay
1: yeah cool yeah no it's cool
0: yeah yeah so or it's, right, it's after after you it. Process, right after grinding process oh yeah yeah so it's the grinding process removes all of that and that's why you have to re-etch it again
4: well yeah
0: yeah and
1: you know, and, and it depends on what you etch it in. Um, most of the time we do a coffee etch and man, that brings out colors like crazy. Um, but if you, and if you, hey. if you, you'll get more of a blackish tone. And if you use ferrochloride chloride, you get more brownish tones in it. I mean, it's.
0: But okay. But the, co- it. the coffee isn't actually etching it, is it? Yeah. I thought the coffee was well, just yeah. staining it. The coffee, oh, dude. the coffee actually isn't. Look at that. But you have you have to do a ferric chloride etch first, don't you? No. You can go straight to coffee. No. Yeah. Huh. Yeah I don't know this. Yeah. Give me suck. I'll be right back. You guys chat about something. I gotta go for a pill. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a lot of people do that so you- differently, yeah. Oh
4: yeah, yeah. Finishing I mean, the Damascus up, man. Little recipe, yeah, and... yeah.
1: Man, I I take a, I make like really really heavy 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 um coffee. Just like dump a whole jar into like a liter of water and plunk your knife in then... yeah, uh. let it sit there and holy crap, it comes out or uh, nice. it it stays pretty good too. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean. It's like anything. It's like any etch. And if you scrape the shit out of your knife, yeah, it's going to come off. Yeah. That's just the way it is. If you scratch any Damascus, it's going to come off. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But uh, So what kind of layer counts do you like to do?
2: Actually, I don't really do Are any you... Damascus just yet. Oh, yeah.
4: <laughs> there you go. Yeah,
2: Like I've yeah. done um, just like small, like basic layered stuff. Like I did a, uh, yeah. a sand line. I uh I yeah. snagged uh, four wagon wheels there a couple months ago.
4: Oh, beauty! Yeah,
2: yeah. Beauty. yeah. so I did a couple of those wreck uh, like rod axes and yeah, right on.
1: Yeah, so doing a little hipster Damascus then.
2: Yeah, pretty much.
1: Yeah, yeah. awesome.
2: Try for Good
0: a couple times. more canisters.
4: Yeah,
0: yeah. the hipster yeah. Damascus. I'll hipster Damascus. Copper. Yeah, that's uh, you know what? what the wr- rod rod iron with tool face. Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or and sadly. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, you bet. I don't uh the Damascus I made are based off of it being like smaller bandsaw blade and yeah. and strapping. It's just an ornamental piece. Oh yeah. You may have saw on my Instagram, um prior to that. I had done a stack of mild nickel and copper like a uh, I think it was like a seven layer stack or something like that and forge welded that together and then I tried etching it and uh got like absolutely nothing for contrast on it, it just looked like a normal piece of steel still mm. that was in ferric chloride and then I tried etching it in um the pool stuff. Muriatic acid. Muriatic acid, yeah. And that made oh no wait, no, I didn't do muriatic acid. I did uh pickling paste, sorry. Which is <laughs> oh like yeah even stronger than muriatic acid. Uh it's yeah. what is that? Nitric acid, I think. And that made it pop. That brought out the like a whole bunch of different grain layers and stuff like that. It was just like, "Oh, right. interesting." The oh, it was stainless steel? That's what it was. It wasn't mild steel. It was stainless nickel and copper that I forged welded together. Mm. And oh, yeah, the uh, I was told the science behind that is that stainless steel will not etch with fer- ferric chloride. You have to go into something like a muriatic or pickling paste at that point. Yep.
4: Yeah, no, hundred
0: percent. Interesting info, info to share with everybody. Oh, for sure. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, try to do that. Right. That's cool. Uh, that my... you,
1: you forge welded stainless steel, man.
0: Yeah, no problem, dude. That's pretty Ooh. badass. That's pretty That's badass. What somebody I asked find me. that I didn't, I didn't think anything Yeah.
1: No, well, I... and, and you know what? Like forge welding high carbon steel is probably the easiest. Like it's, I find that it's easier to forge weld high carbon steel than it is mild
3: steel.
0: Oh, really, eh? Oh, yeah. yeah. Somebody else mentioned that before, too. Huh. Yeah. Because, uh, what is it that? Mild, I don't know. Well, I'm, mild steel can kind of be wish washy as to what it actually is, too, nowadays, with all the chinesium that's oh. out there. Yeah.
4: Yeah. That's true.
0: That's true. Right on. Yeah, it was my idea with the with that was to try to go towards something like uh um is it mo mokumai? Gani? Mokuma. How do you say it right, can I?
4: Like what? a Mokum game? Mok it
0: Mokum. Mokum game game? Is that is that what I see I always called I thought it was like Mokumu gane or something like that. Uh, actually Fucked I don't know it. if I'm saying it right either, yeah. Fucked oh, if or I don't know I, if I am either. What are, I, are you
1: what what is this? I don't know
0: even know what okay. you're talking about. Well, if you take American Opiole. quarters just quarters, cost, yeah. Quarters are American quarters are nickel and copper. It's cop, copper uh yeah. coated with nickel, right? On the outside.
4: Right, you right, take a, right.
0: Take a stack of American quarters and forge weld them together. Yeah. And you will you'll create mokamuga gone and I'm not saying it right probably <laughs> somebody can correct me on this by all means please. Um and it is beautiful for making jewelry and stuff like that out of yeah yeah yeah. yeah yeah and that's guys nice. will drill a bunch of holes in it to create a a, a beautiful a raindrop pattern raindrop, in it and stuff yeah. like that right yeah. which was pretty much the the process that i was trying to go yeah. for and uh yeah didn't quite nail it like i thought i was going to the huh. piece that i made i was kind of happy with it and i was like no i'm not happy with it now and that's why i went and did that second piece of damascus that uh, i think i'm happy with it there's a small delamination on it but because of what i'm going to be using it for it's of absolutely no consequence it doesn't bother me that that's there so yeah um, which is know. gonna tie into that piece of burl i got from muskoko churner i think Starting to backpedal on that idea a little bit now Got I got some weird ideas in my head of what I want to do there. Something that I've never seen anybody else do, and because I've never seen anybody else do it before, I'm like unsure if it'll actually work in the way I'm thinking it will.
4: Dude,
1: we just talked about this earlier. Just give it a go. <laughs> What's the worst that's gonna happen? It doesn't work. So what? You learn something so from it.
0: Wasted a block of wood. So what? It's, it's not even what if that. It turns it, what, out
1: what awesome. Happen? Then yeah, yeah. If it's, it turns well, but... out awesome. Then you.
0: Yeah. It's not that I'm not going to do it. I'm just trying to figure out what's my best process to make it look the best, essentially. Yeah.
4: There you go. Shout out to John. I see.
0: Fuck yeah. Cool.
4: Yeah.
0: That's a good dude, man. He Mm -hmm. fucking... I told him what I wanted, and I was like, I kind of want it, like, yesterday. And he was like, yeah, well, obviously that's not happening. So, this is what I can do for you, and I'll have it for you, like, you know, in a couple of days at maximum, and I was like, all right, well, that'll that'll do, let's do that, so. (laughs) Beautiful piece of um, maple burl dyed red. Oh, that's some nice work, eh? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some spalting in it as well, too, so it's not just burl, and be happy with it i've got a shit ton of burl that i picked up so winnipeg has a lot of manitoba maple just throughout our streets yeah and the city goes around and cuts those trees down on a regular basis for whatever reason i'm not too sure what it is that they pick certain trees to cut down but there used to be this tree that i would drive by every day on my way to work and i would look at it and just like be in awe as the amount of burl that was on this tree it was from like yeah from the ground to about eight feet up was just pure burl dude like big fucking bulbs around the entire fucking trunk eight feet up i was just like i've never seen anything like that in my life before or since and one day i'm driving home and that tree was fucking slabbed sitting on the fucking side of the street and i fucking (laughs) filled up my truck (laughs) <laughs> went home, emptied it, came back and filled up my truck again and went home and emptied it. Dude. Fucking right. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. Like 20 logs of this burl. I've given a couple pieces away to some people or whatever, but I still have yeah. a shit ton of it, man. It's like again okay. why I was thinking about getting into the burl. Hey, come to Winnipeg and pick it up, buddy. I'm not sending it. All right. All right. Unless you want All to pay right. shipping. You want to pay for shipping? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do it. all right. I'll send, yeah. I'll send you a piece then. Not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> these are these are big pieces, man. They're bigger. Like, oh, just just a little yeah, piece. I just want a little piece. piece. Yeah, these are like yeah. bigger than every chunk is about oh, the size dude. of bigger than a basketball. I think. If yeah. I'm not mistaken, they're about twelve by twelve by twelve each yeah. each block. Nice. So and and they quartered the freaking. Oh, I'm so mad. Yeah, they quartered every slab. They didn't keep it yeah. as nice round cookies. If they would have kept it as cookies, oh.
3: holy
0: fuck! The end tables and shit yeah. I could have made, dude. Yeah, oh, God. As it is, even as quartered yeah. slabs, I'm looking at them wondering if I can make like little end tables and shit.
1: Yeah, you, you may have heard you may have heard me talk about my buddy Jody. He's like my best friend. I so my wife is my real best friend, but Jody's my other best friend. And uh, Jody used to work in the shop with us and uh he got another job and he's gone he's gone a lot now but they just moved into a house this year and his backyard has these beautiful manitoba maples that are all burl mm-hmm. like same thing you were talking about just and they are just filled with burl and i just really want to pull the chainsaw out and just hack a big burl off and hey
0: you were gone buddy sorry <laughs> what can i say so would it be wrong if there's trees that have been previously cut down by the city, but they mm-hmm. left, like, the bottom portion of the tree, like, the the bust, like, I don't know, 14 inches of the Are trunk to the ground is still there. And this, this, the one tree that I'm thinking of, dude, like, I couldn't put my arms around it. And it is pure oh. burl, dude. And I I've uh, passed it a few times, and every time I pass, it, I look at that thing, and I'm like, "Fuck!" I just want to come here with a chainsaw and cut what's left of that up, and fucking take it home. But I, like, you know I guarantee, neighbor's gonna be coming out and being like, "What are you doing?"
1: <laughs> you oh. know what? I would I'd go to the city and see if that's slated for stump grinding, and if it is, chop it off. The offer,
0: say, "Hey, can I?" I'll, yeah, I'll the remove. city city doesn't work like that, you know that? Nope nope you're not allowed to touch it it's well worst, in that case just
1: okay. find out if it's if it's slated for stump grinding and if it is then come along and chop it off just do it and yeah yeah i doubt it it's been there for a couple of years
0: so oh well then chop it off screw <laughs> it. grab it get an orange vest and go to town eh Somebody yeah. comes out and asks okay. me what I'm doing. What are you talking about? So I'm wearing a freaking the orange vest. This, come on. This was opinion only. <laughs> this
1: is not my official uh, advice to you to go do that. You can't come <laughs> back and sue me. But, uh, you know you uh, can this... call, and I I might be able to chip in towards bail a little. <laughs> a,
0: a little bit of backs. a trick that we uh, we yeah. picked that up in the snowboarding uh, industry that we used to get kicked out of spots all the time because we were into the whole like the the same idea as skateboarding type thing where we would go to handrails off of apartment buildings and stuff like that and the landlord would come out and be like what
3: do you do you can't
0: be here you're destroying our property and kick us out right and you know museums and stuff like that well fuck you throw a couple orange vests on and all of a sudden oh they're working leave them alone yeah yeah there you go yeah
1: you know what throw on an orange vest and a and a you know a hard hat with a with like the face guard for the chainsaw and
0: just go to
1: town chop that thing off
0: that legit hey bud
4: yeah (laughs) yeah you're you're good to go i think i think it might work out
0: yeah go for it yeah i don't i don't need it so I got it's like the lost. dude. Just like the internet you says,
2: don't there, need, you don't need anything. You get a if you get a vest and a ladder there, you can pretty much just get in anywhere. <laughs> 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 you just, yeah, just wave and yeah.
4: walk right
0: in. Yeah, yeah. Mm. What's, yeah. Fuck yeah. That's crazy how that works, man. He heard yeah. <laughs> stories of guys <laughs> just like walking in and walking out of places because of that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there yeah this go. beautiful world we live in nowadays it's, it's yeah. crazy. been like always been like that, just more more knowing about now because of the internet, yeah, yeah. political <laughs> Jesus you guys. yeah okay. wasn't me this <laughs> had, time It wasn't me this time. have you had enough of us yet, Carter? No, no,' definitely no no. <laughs> Well, we've, we're two and a half hours in here, and I actually have to head out to the shop because I've got a couple roses that I need to get finished up. Um, I had, I I should have had them done already this this, this week off fucked me up big time, man. Yeah, shouldn't shouldn't have taken it even though. Yeah, long story there. Well, long story there. There's there's TV. so much more to that that I'm not revealing. <laughs> Yeah, you, you know Nick. You all know good. we talked about it. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Nothing I like know. wallowing in self pity. Yeah. yeah, we all have our days, It's Quicksand,
4: buddy. It keeps you down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. That's for we sure. All do. Awesome.
0: Well, on that note, keep your head high and get out there and get to work, man. Fucking. Yeah. grind hustle and grind work for it hard work yeah. good luck um <laughs> I'm, with you. I'm, I'm with you and uh take off your hosers okay, okay. Uh, take off eh any any last words of, of endearment for our, our people there carter
2: um yeah not too much it was just a pleasure uh sitting down with you guys kind of getting my hey. story heard there and yeah like, well, no, it's
1: everybody. Been awesome for us. Yeah, for sure. Do you have any shout outs? Anybody that you, uh, really love their work or have, you know, shown you some support or
2: anything? like Um, that? kind of continue on the, uh, the convo before recording there. Um, shout out to all the local guys. They're all pretty awesome, but, uh, it's good to sit down with, uh, with Grant Chambers. He sat, he, uh, we sat down there and he showed me all his collection there, like two and a half hours later. That's just nice. like uh, I left my jaw was sore. There was just an awe the whole time. <laughs> it's wild.
0: <Yeah>.
2: Suddenly <laughs> like offering
0: guys. you napkins. You've Got a little little drool there, bud. <laughs> oh
2: yeah, for sure, man.
0: Yeah, I can imagine that.
2: It's, it's cool to see that type of craftsmanship. And
0: yeah, and you're mentioning uh, Terry Cash at Claron Forge. Yeah, yeah, he's an awesome guy there. Yeah. What about Shane Stockpole? You met him yet? Uh, no, I don't think so. No. Oh, buddy. Is he in the area? Yes, sir. Okay. That's another guy you want to fucking hook up with for sure, man. For he's sure, man, fucking, yeah, yeah. He's very good blacksmith for sure. Yeah.
2: I'll have to check that out for sure, man.
0: You got a, you got a good ring of boys out there, man. All the Yeah, boys, yeah. yeah. All the goodbyes.
2: Yeah. Wish there's a little bit better of a community. I think everyone's freaking so busy, eh? Uh, well.
0: Uh, I don't know. It's You know what? I think
1: we're very fortunate. I think this black blacksmithing community is uh we are really tight we we do support each other and we do shout out to each other it's very very rarely that you hear of somebody bad mouthing another person in the community which i think is awesome you know i'll uh yeah i think that it's great to offer support to all of our other blacksmiths and bladesmiths and metal workers and
0: artists and that uh, that Justin Lamaru guy, man, what a hoser! Did you did you see the decal these? Did you see the totally. decal de- design he did for season two with the with the snake? Check yeah. that out, buddy. You know what? I gotta
1: I gotta admit that that is a sweet yeah. design. Yeah,
0: Ju- yeah, that was Justin's drawing, man, by hand, all, all freehand, yeah. man. That's fucking- yeah. and that the hammer on there, oh boy, the hammer on there is this hammer right here. From DK Smalls, awesome. yeah, yeah, pretty cool,
4: eh? Yeah, very cool, very
0: cool. Ha, yeah. ha, ha, That's not I in my say, shop, so I wouldn't have to worry about grabbing that out of my shop. Yeah, if it was there Empire. you go. There you go. <laughs>
4: good yeah. point. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But you know what? I mean,
1: honestly, Justin is Justin's got a lot of talent. That is that is a yeah, sick yeah. looking sticker. I love yeah.
4: it. Yeah. Yeah, these, get
1: uh, your say. Apologies. Contact Lando at Ford
0: Front. Oh, yeah. Ford side uh, chat.
1: Dude, um, there you go.
0: so season two stickers are available. If you'd like to support the podcast, shoot me a DM on Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Get a hold of me. Um five bucks a sticker right now. This is to support the podcast. We're we're putting ourselves yeah. out there. We're doing a lot of work to try to highlight other people in the community, bring everybody information, keep people up to date on what's going on in the community. This $5 for a sticker, it, yeah, you know what? But you got to consider the fact that I'm sending this out, so it's costing me shipping as well. So that $5 goes uh-huh. towards the shipping, goes towards the sticker cost, goes towards my time to send it out as well. Really, in the long run, 5 bucks is covering it. That's about it. So you know, it's really not a huge boost to the podcast. But you put those stickers out there, you share them. That is the support that really fucking helps us out big uh, time. man. Yeah,
1: big time. And, and you know what? You pick up some very valuable lessons. I learned not to anneal my stuff in the forge overnight. You know?
0: Well, shit. Yeah. I mean... Learn not to do it. You just learned that maybe it's not necessarily the best way to do it. Hey,
1: yeah. I mean it. It it's still you know you still anneal your your steel, but there's risks involved with it. So I didn't wasn't aware of those risks before. So
0: hey, another, worth five another, bucks right there. That's hey, worth another, five bucks. Another hot tip towards that. One of the things I like to do is I actually like to put a bar, a hot bar of steel in underneath everything before I put my Anything that I'm annealing in there, it, hel- it, it just hel- it just helps hold more heat in the vermiculite. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So you you warm oh, up dig- your vermiculite first.
0: Yeah, I I dig like a deep hole in the vermiculite, yeah. drop a piece yeah. of red hot steel in there, yellow hot, whatever, yeah. ultra hot steel. Drop it in there, bury that like five inches type thing, and then I'll throw in whatever I'm annealing on top of that in the hole, and then bury that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Pre, like preheating your oil
0: or whatever, right? So. It's essentially the idea. How just yeah. that way, like we live in Canada, man. In the summertime, it's probably not yeah. a big deal. In the wintertime, yeah. that vermiculite could be fucking cold, dude. Oh you yeah. Throw your throw your steel in there, and it just instantly sucks. And it's an insulate. It's an insulator, right? So it's yeah. an insulated cold material. It's gonna suck that heat out super fast. You're not gonna get your healing process yep. done properly at that point, yep. right? So that's right. And it, it it just helps prolong how long that heat is in there for too so it, the cooling rate is that much slower. Yep. That's that. There we go. And I don't know what I'm talking about. So if anything goes wrong, <laughs> don't hold me accountable for it. All <laughs> oh, right on yeah, By giving advice that should. should give advice. There's
1: there's a lawyer that just smiled somewhere. <laughs>
3: somewhere. Yeah, yeah <laughs> probably. A
2: lawyer
0: just got his degree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. we're uh, Gonna start having lots go. of lawyers listening to the show soon. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: I heard Lando's... I, a,
0: I heard Lando's a uh, freaking lawsuit waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh look, he's giving legal advice. Perfect. <laughs> let's remove that from yeah. the podcast. <laughs> uh, All right, boys. No. Yeah, let's let's call it a night. I gotta get going here. Yeah, catch you later. My eh? uh, my dog is
1: telling me that it needs attention here. So yeah, okay. right it's a
2: Pleasure, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks like for guys, having me on. Thank you
4: very much.
2: Cheers, boys.
0: Yeah. Take care. Uh, (laughs) what do you uh what do you got there anyways what are you drinking carter
4: oh
2: i got some uh actually that new rockstar peach oh yeah rockstar peach oh
0: it's pretty good
2: with some rum oh yeah it's actually pretty good call that the the peach emoji the peach emoji
4: (laughs) (laughs) what do
1: you got there i got a i've got a little bit of picardi and uh ginger and the old soda stream
4: yeah nice. yeah
1: nice. you know that you've reached a certain level of alcoholism when you go with a soda stream so that you can make your mix economically you know
0: right yeah yeah. you yeah. didn't you didn't buy it for the pop you bought it because it's mixed yeah no
1: it's mixed it's not pop you don't just it's drink funny. that stuff you got to mix it with something <laughs> that's that's how
0: it works so, cousin of mine uh at a recent birthday party for one of our nephews there she's like talking about how her husband's buggering her that she's got so much orange juice in the fridge and she's like it's not orange juice it's mix get it straight yeah
4: <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: i got some uh Momawana from putacana whoa yeah this Ooh. is apparently their uh well you know what it's a it's probably just a tourism hack thing that they do there to convince everybody to buy this stuff that's really not that good. But yeah. apparently it, it helps you make babies. So, Oh, uh, is that what you're trying for?
3: Well, you know what?
0: There's, there's a long story there that we won't get into necessarily. But uh, <laughs> my wife and I have wanted to have another child since our first and it hasn't happened. So uh-huh. but we're at a point now in life where it's like we're kinda getting a little yeah. too old to be having another kid now.
1: Do it so, or don't. Yeah. There you go. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well my wife turned her birthday's in a couple days actually and she's I'm not gonna say how old she's turning. She's oh, turning twenty nine. Twenty nine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but yeah, she's we're getting to a point now where it's like, dude do we really want to be doing this? And then, you know, where are we going to be in 15 years and dealing with a 15 year old kid? And, you know, like yeah. our kid now is almost seven, 10 more yeah. years. Like, fuck, that's 10 more years. And she'll be getting ready to move out of the house. Like, yes. no, what?
1: Fuck she's me, almost man. halfway there, buddy. She's fuck. halfway. She's halfway to a
0: learner's license. Damn it, dude. It's I just realized that man, I only have 10 more years with this girl. Yeah. Like, wow. Holy fuck, that goes fast, dude. Damn. They cool. get like busy fast. Yeah, man.
2: Might be too busy for a sibling, right? You never know.
0: Well, and that's the other thing, too. She's at this age now where it's like, you know, if we brought a sibling into the picture, she's not going to be, like, you know, hanging out, playing toys and stuff like that, like she's wanted to for the last. Five years, it's going yeah. to be like, no, guess what? Now you're babysitting kid. <laughs> but this is
1: this is perfect. Now you have a built-in babysitter.
0: <laughs> yeah. Trust, trust me. That is the exact thought process that has gone down, dude. Yes. Dad needs to run a business. I need a free babysitter. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: So what it really boils down to, Lando, is you got to stop pulling
4: out.
0: <laughs> Fuck, dude. I have. <laughs>